Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yes! We are live a Tuesday. Just get you ready for the rest of the day, the rest of the night, the rest of the week. And... By Thursday or Friday, we'll be all back to talking about the Philadelphia Eagles like nothing ever happened. Probably not, but still. One can right. be, <laughs> be optimistic. You never know. So no. we begin, of course, on this Tuesday and, you know, catching you in the middle of your day, depending on wherever you are around the city or in and around South Jersey and beyond. Knowing that the Eagles are off, I, I don't know how much we can really take away from – the actual season with them being off outside of everything that comes with a bye week getting healthy, physical, stuff like that. But it did kind of dawn on me that we witnessed Carson Wentz's lowest moment of a pro outside of getting hurt, of course. Mm. We've witnessed his lowest moment of a pro as a pro on Sunday night against the Cowboys, especially against that defense. And just it was horrible. The turnovers, fumbles, interceptions, yeah. awful. Even though the two touchdown throws were great throws. Yes. Great throws. throws. Factor that into what I'm about to ask both of you here. This is not about us. This is not about the three of us. We don't even have a phone line until we're joined by the network. So it's not like we're fishing for phone calls or anything like that. So I'm not asking for you personally. I'm not asking even as an analyst, Barrett Brooks. I'm just asking if you two can put on your cap for either Doug or Howie and come to a conclusion, and maybe not, that the Philadelphia Eagles would actually bench Carson Wentz, even if it meant for a series, Mm. meaning even if it meant for Carson takes a series off and no matter how many plays that is, if it's three or nine, Jalen Hurts is running it, and it's clear that Carson has been benched. Because I wondered that out loud this Mm. morning, thinking, you know, we saw a game last night. We'll talk about it once we're joined by the network guys, but I, I don't know if they will. I think that's being cooked up right now as we speak, Aton and Barrett, as they go into this bye week. That is one of the things that Doug Peterson and the other offensive coaches are putting together a a series or a two series of plays for Jalen Hurts where they will take Carson off the field during the Giants game, especially if he starts out looking like he has early in games this season, and they will put Jalen Hurts on the field as the primary quarterback for a series or two. I believe that's happening because they are so desirous of getting this guy on the field. He's activated every week, and they want him in the offense. I think th- this extra week is going to be the time that where this gets done. Mm. <clears throat> you said a lot there. And, you know, I- I've seen that situation happen a lot, you know, throughout my football career. And, you know, just sitting back and thinking about it, I don't know if it would necessarily – help Carson because if they do bench him or they sit him down for uh, maybe a couple plays, who's going to be there to really talk to him, talk him through it? Because at this point, he can't self-check himself. So to have him out just really wouldn't help him at all. Mm. He's out when the defense is out, uh, not on the field. But there's nobody on the sidelines to really give him 
um, an accurate assessment of what he's doing. And when you can't self-check yourself, how can you change how you're playing? Because you might not see little things that somebody else might see. And those are the things that may, you know, I mean, anytime I've, I played around a great quarterback or I play around Ben, people don't understand the reason Ben was great. Not, not to say, you know, well, not the reason why, but a reason that, you know, helped his development as becoming a great quarterback is the fact that Charlie Batch was there. He saw things from a different perspective than Ben Roethlisberger. He gave him a different analysis of what they're trying to do to him. And he would, you know, really give um, Ben another way of thinking of things, and it helped his game out. In mm. fact, he, he, he elongated Charlie Batch's career two years. They were trying to cut – they were going to cut Charlie. They were going to sign Charlie back. Ben went into the office and said, look, if you guys don't bring Charlie back, you know, I, I mean, you just – it's going to be – you know, horrible around here. I mean, you you have to bring him back. And so, that's how you need that. Here's here's my question, though. Do you think that they're aware? Like, do you think that they're, it's something that they are aware of? That if they were, if Doug and the contingent, the group, if you will, that makes up that offensive coordinator position, do you think they're all aware of that? Or do you think that they're not, and I hate to use the word smart, but maybe not smart or self-aware enough to realize that they can't because I wonder, Barrett, if they're not aware of it, then maybe they don't see that they don't have anybody that can. Oh, no, they're can. they're very aware of it. So they understand. They know run the team no matter what. Well, they they it, it, it might be a matter of Carson doesn't want anybody to be there. Hmm. Carson feels that not need anybody to be there. And if that's the case, then it's truly it's truly a problem because, you know, he has to be receptive to the idea. And if he's not receptive to the idea, then. You know, you can have somebody there off or not because he won't listen. But well, you need somebody there. I mean, if he doesn't realize that he played his best football when Frank Reich and Filippo were around him know. and coaching him, uh, then then there's something wrong with him. Now, I don't know that for a fact. I, I, you know, this McCown situation, you know, why don't they bring – the fact that he's not here is bizarre. Right. Like, right. that's a right. strange setup. Uh, that will – you're absolutely right. Go ahead. You're gonna cut me out. Go ahead, man. I know. Go ahead. I know. I know. Well, go ahead, man. You got a lot out this this first five minutes and fifty five seconds. We're joined by the network coming up. We'll talk about that debacle last night as well. This is a Gao Media property. What's up, Ron? In partnership with Jacob. Good, good, good. We are excited, man. Uh, Aton. Yes. Yes, I do have that sound. You want me to bounce back with it? Not in this segment, but the next. Yes, please. Yeah. Your life, Rocket Cannon. I also have Arian saying it was a great call, and uh, yeah, Judge saying Perfect. it's not. Perfect. <laughs> Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. You know, it's a shame because I think people would have watched that game last night no matter what. I think when you look at where we – not everybody was catching up on the undoing last night in place. Oh. And even still, if you did, it was, what, 53 minutes of your night. So you had to go back to that game anyway. And when I said yesterday, before we ended our program here, gentlemen, that there would be some level of excitement and not to count the Giants out from a big cover and all these other things, I was not expecting nor hoping the referees to be the ones to infuse all of the excitement and controversy at the end of it. And no, this is nothing to do with a lost bet. But what it does have to do with is, I think, increased and heightened transparency and we'll get to that coming up when we have some time to listen to that comment and really everything that happened last night. But I'm sure you guys saw it. You caught it. It was a brutal ending to a game in which the New York Giants should have had a crack 
a second time over at a two-point conversion, but instead were robbed. And once again, Tom Brady finds himself on the right side of history, even though there was a lot of force and twisting and bending to get to that point. Hmm. Absolutely. Tom, so terrific. That, that was a pass interference textbook. No question. <laughs> yeah, it was. Textbook. I, yeah, it was. Uh, and I would have liked to have seen them get another crack at it and then miss it again. That's fair. Okay. Miss it again, but at yeah. least give them a shot. All right. At least give them a <laughs> shot to miss it again. And you know, here's the thing is I hate to stand up, especially in our city and stick up for Daniel Jones, but that giants offense and that team as a whole is going to get unnecessarily criticized today for a call that really was out of their hands. If that thing goes in, and we're talking about the Bucks losing to the New York Giants last night. I don't care where that game was played. It could be at the new gas station of the Galaxy, which is the moon. There's a lot of talk about Brady and where this Bucks team really is. They got really lucky. Really. Bro, they played a great game. In fact, I was looking at that game like, well, uh, the Eagles better come with it. Yeah, the Eagles better come with it because the way they played, they were masterful of driving guys off the ball. All right. Um, timing was great with the receivers. Here we go. Back in three minutes. All right. You got three. You got a full break here. Yeah, no, no. Bro, I was I was a little worried, man. They were they were balling, man. Balling. Half, man, I mean, they the Bucks offense was just awful. You know, if they don't go for that two point conversion uh early in the game and missed it, you know, and just kicked the extra point, we're not even having a discussion. Right. Yeah, I don't know why they did that. Yeah, I just don't understand this obsession with two points, or especially early in the game. Now, when you're chasing points and you need scores, yeah, I get it. No, that's Bro. true. That is definitely true. I tell you what, man, um, Blake Martinez. That guy's unreal. Bro. Yeah, he's a he's a machine. He's a tackling machine. He's all over the field. Um, but I'll tell you what, man, Daniel Jones is too loose with the football, too. Oh. He is a turnover waiting to happen. Well, so are we. So do we have. No, I know. Turnover. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers are actually worse for Carson. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, it, and they made that very relevant uh, in the broadcast last night. Very relevant. And this is just what we need from Carson to come back with a vengeance, pissed off, ready to rock. I don't know. He, he looks lost. He's, but hey, he's probably out in some cornfield right now with his dogs and a shotgun. He doesn't <laughs> care. He couldn't care less what anybody thinks. All right. He, he doesn't seem like that. He seems like a guy who cares. He's and what like, was that hat he was wearing? Uh, Dude, I started that? to wear the hat. I started to wear the hat today, man. But what I, is I, that? that? That hat is. It's, I mean, I, you know, I know Colin Cowherd rips him for wearing a ball cap backwards. Maybe is that a reaction to that? He puts that. What is that cap? No, I, I don't know. It got a that's lot of leftover. Color. That's leftover from the Malcolm Jenkins collection. Is that is that what it is? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just... <laughs> yeah, but it looked like I'm trying to picture. It, it looked like one of those small hats that people used to wear in like the 20s. You'd see in like Boardwalk Empire every now. Yeah. And then. You know? To me, it looked like a Pharrell hat or or um or what's his name a Cam Newton hat. Yeah, it had was... a little Cam to it, but it yeah. didn't have any like flavor to it or any color to it. Right. It was just there. I, he just, <laughs> I don't know what his problem is. That hat is terrible. Dude, I needed That's this. The first man. time he's worn that? Yeah, yeah. It's the first hey, time he got I've up. Seen it. 
guys, I'm gonna tell you the truth. I needed this. I need. I, I really need to come to work today. I really need to get on the radio today, man. Because, dude, I'm 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 a wreck. I'm a train wreck with this just voting nonsense going on. What do you mean? Need as far as you know, just anticipation, man. I'm I'm going nuts. Well, you're gonna you're gonna have to wait a couple more days. I know. That's why I need this. I need to get away. I got to get to sports. <laughs> get me. Get my head out of it. All right, here we go. I think we're back. It's number 3030. All right. All right. Oh, who won that Halloween candy event? I imagine it was Joey Chestnut, right? This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by ESPN for the call. Okay. The O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Sander, and Harry Mays. Here we go. To tie the game. Jones throwing for it, and it is knocked away. Dion Lewis and Antoine Winfield contact. There's a flag in the end zone. Did Winfield get there too early? Wow, that is close. That is close. It missed like a fraction of a second. Consider this. For seven weeks, we've heard clear and obvious. When we need a conference to determine yes or no, maybe it's not. There is no foul. They didn't even give it. Once again, two straight games, prime time. At least he got the referee explaining what happened, but no explanation as to why mm-hmm. that happened. No, the defender wasn't there. They did not even put themselves out there with a visible explanation to it. They just said there's no foul. They just picked up the flag. Well, do they ever give a real yes. explanation when they pick yes. up a flag? They just say there was no foul for pass interference, and they pick up the flag. I've never heard them giving it. <laughs> what explanation do they need? That the defender, as far as... What the Lewis Riddick and uh, who's that guy? Steve Greasy. Levy were saying. No, not Greasy, yeah, Greasy and Levy were saying yeah. about the time of the ball. Like there's no no flag on the play. The defender got there in time or something along those lines. At least they gave. At least they spoke out there. But when you look at it, even if it was a bang bang play, as they tried to intimate there on the broadcast, no, it was. There's okay, but all usually, and I hate to just throw out this generalization. But like in baseball, tie goes to the runner. If you have, uh oh, bless if you. You man. have a thank you. That's the dangers of the stream. There is that allergies or is that the Rona? I, no, I, mean, I wouldn't. Be, I wouldn't huh? be sneezing if that was the case. I'd be coughing first. Mm. But if you look at what happened last night, and again, this bang bang element to it, very rarely does a bang bang play get overturned, no matter which way it's called. Mm-hmm. Right. That were to call, right. That's what I'm saying. So this whole thing just seems ridiculous. And for a, a league that continues to want to be as transparent as they can with betting partners and increasing betting, you owe a little more transparency than just uh, th- th- this is what happened. Let's get the hell off the field. Sunday night, they didn't even give you that. You're going to get as shadier and shadier. Well, this didn't impact any betting, did it? Not everything. not point spreads anyway. Everything though. Well, it depends. I mean, it could be an alternate line. Well, no, the money line it would have all impacted. Well, the money line. I said point spread. Well, I'm just saying in general, like yeah. an alternate total. Who the hell knows? You know, prop bet for who catches a two point conversion. For I'm just saying, as far as in general, we saw it Sunday night with our own eyes with the Philadelphia Eagles, and last night again, it hasn't been a good couple of games for the officials in this league. 
has well, not. I mean, is it is it ever? I mean, aren't we always bitching about the officiating when it comes to the NFL on a weekly basis? I do. Yeah, but I think it, it, it grows and it becomes more and more heightened as they continue to expand the legalization of sports betting and continue to push fantasy football. Remember, we had that sack that really wasn't a sack. And that costs somebody a, a million dollars. And I'm not trying to break out the small violin for one person in a DraftKings tournament. What I'm saying is that the NFL is walking this dangerous line of continuing to buddy buddy up with sports books and fantasy mm -hmm. and, and not provide nothing really at all when it comes to transparency about if they made a mistake. Well, now it really would have it impacted the total, I think, last night. Uh, now that I'm looking at it, I think it, it didn't that game uh, finish at 48. Yeah, well, depending on where you had it. 47. Right. But I think that was more of a consensus line was the total was 48. So if they get the two pointer there, it goes over the total. Absolutely. right. Instead of a push. Absolutely. And again, you, you start you just look around and look, Barrett, I'm sure that wasn't the first time. And I'm sure you've been victim of a bad call on a field that it happens. I get it. But we've seen this now in prime time where plays, deciding plays, have been at the really control of an official. I mean, that's NBA stuff right there. Mm -hmm. We're all, no question. Sudden, you know, Joel Embiid has got two fouls in the first six minutes of the game. And you're like, come on, man. Right. Joey Crawford out here. <laughs> uh, you, you work your ass off trying to get to where you need to get, man, and, 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 and you know, play and then have the game decided by. An, uh, an official, man. It's, it's the worst thing that can happen to you, man. But, I mean, I've had it happen before. All right. So, is that worse than having it being decided by a kicker who misses a kick? No, that's the worst. Cause that's got to be the worst. You want to put your hands on him. Yeah. You see him the next day. <laughs> yeah, you put your hands on the official. There's going to be a problem. Like right, right. Over the weekend, uh, one of the players. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't there uh, the player in the Ravens game, Ravens, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. He got ejected and suspended as a result of that. Yeah. But you're right. I, I, here's another thing, too, though, is if you have your kicker out there, at least it's not you kicking, but at least it's something in your control as opposed to the officials. And, you know, look, we, we had it happen to be fair out there for people saying, oh, well, if this were the Eagles, if this were the Eagles, I was the one pushing it Monday mm. where we had that defense. That defensive touchdown should not have been a defensive touchdown. Oh, it was an incredible play. Well, yes, but in which he was down. <laughs> Same thing last night. And even he that down, night, he, was he was he was down, but he didn't have control of the ball. Yeah, yeah right. he didn't have control of the ball. It was it was it was moving around in his hands. There's no way that you even know that because the officials didn't even say that. They just left. They just walked out the back. It was like, wait a second. We're supposed I'm to still hot. I, I'm still I'm still dumbfounded that you know Howard able to down the ball, you know, spike the ball when there was an injured player 30 yards, you know, up the field. Yeah, that, that that's a mystery. Offside penalty. Yeah. I mean, that's no a mystery, but, but I missed that too. I mean, I didn't even see that. That's good no, on you, no. Barrett, for noticing that. No, absolutely, man. All right, let's that's listen. Crazy. We've got Bruce Arian and then Joe Joe Judge is going to be the better one. So let's listen to Bruce Arian explain away. A, a guy who I'm sure has never been victim of a bad call explain away how this was right on the money. To me, there's no pass interference. I thought it was a good call. <laughs> um, so I, I, I don't know why it took so long, but uh, you know, his hands, his hands out. He would, there was no contact. The ball hit him in the back. Come on. <laughs> well, what's he supposed to say? Not that the Giants got screwed. <laughs> no, not that. Just, just don't defend it. Like you don't have to go full defend on it. You know, it's why like, not? 
because it was what he said wasn't true. There was contact by the D back. Hmm. My point of it is, is that you're right. Like, I don't expect him to say, man, you know, that judge got screwed over royally here. Yeah, I feel bad. We should give this win back. No, no, no. Right, I right. don't expect <laughs> him to say that. But what I expect him to do is not be like, yeah, you know, that was that was a textbook call. And then break it down on the telestrator like Mike Fratello. We don't man, need that. And what would uh what Doug say? Hey, man, you know, a win's a win. No matter how bad it is, a win's a win. Yeah. So that's when that's all that's the only thing I would say. He needs to go hide for a while. Doug. <laughs> Doug or okay. Doug. <laughs> Doug. All right, let's listen to Joe. This is Joe Judge following that call. Yeah, I thought Nate made the right call when he threw the flag. So I'm not sure why it got picked up. Uh, we had a pretty good view. I know they can't use a jumbotron for replay. We had a pretty clear view of that as well. Um, you know, but I thought Nate made the right call the first time. I thought, you know, normally your first instinct is the right one. So now he went first name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I like when the officials, you know, don't get involved with game changing plays at the end of games. Let these guys play. There's going to be some contact there. Everything's, you know, it's okay. Okay. There's a little hand fighting or whatever it is. Maybe bumped him in the back just prior to the ball getting there. I mean, I, I'm sick of throwing, you know, having flags thrown on every play that's not completed in the passing game. Well, there's, there is a penalty on every play. Yeah, I mean, it's annoying. Not, you're not cheating. You ain't trying, man. You know, you're just holding on every play. You know, I mean, it's it's just the nature of the sport, man. But, I mean, we watch games differently now because of it. I, I can't right. tell you how many times on Sunday I'm watching in that Steelers game or, you know, whatever game I was watching on the red zone afterwards, you know, where a play is made and you're like, oh, got to hold on. Wait, where is there a flag? You know what yeah. I mean? That drives you crazy. So Where's the flag? That That's an interesting point, though, and I wonder how much – that would be looked at, I guess, in a different light or different manner. And to be fair, you know, I'm thinking about it because it's hard to separate what we've already seen. But if there was no flag at all, my issue is the instinct of the official to throw the flag and then pick it up. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But to be fair to you, I think, Harry and, and Barrett, I don't know if you agree with Harry, but I think I'm inclined to, which is if they did not throw a flag at all, it would be much easier to defend no pass interference. But I think the first instinct of that official was, oh, the guy's getting mugged. Come on. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a flag. Right. Right. And that's what drives me nuts about yeah. it. Yeah. No, I'm with you on that because then that sense is you sense corruption. Exactly. Right? Like, uh-oh. I've got a nose for it. All right. <laughs> Man, uh, luckily, thank goodness for the return of investments on some of these because I, I got cooked like that over that that total I got cooked anyway. Mm-hmm. But you know the Giants full time as far as like Giants Bucks halftime full time. Luckily that came through, but you know, I, I don't know. And we'll talk what? a bit about this. Oh, it, so basically, you know, you don't know. You know, that's like you, you you're still speaking Spanish to me. But you're I don't, picking I don't know. who's leading at the half and then who leads at the end. So oh, okay, you're well, gonna get really good odds if the underdog is leading at the half and then the reality is, is that they can't sustain it, so that the favorite eventually wins the game. And that's usually a good scenario to bet on because that will always give you a good return. Well, I had no action on the game last night. It was a hard pass for me, you know, either way. Uh, so I'm not invested in this no call or you're picking up the flag whatsoever. But I was curious, and you might be able to answer this, Aton. What Did you notice the line when the Giants were up 14-3 to in-game for Tampa? Yep, I'll show it to you here because I jumped on it. And the lowest, <laughs> the lowest that I saw was plus one and a half. Wow. And I was waiting and waiting, and I thought, you know what? Like, I, I don't really see 
because at 14.3, then they made it 14.6, and I knew mm -hmm. I was going to lose that value. So I jumped on it. It fluctuated a little bit. It went to plus one and a half and then down to half a point and then down to minus a half point. But that helped me. That okay. helped me balance the over getting cooked on that because I went under two times over 46 and 46 and a half. So that didn't hit. But that in game and I knew that and, and that was kind of the feel that we had last night. I think just from an overall was you're watching this Bucks offense struggle to get six points and you're thinking to yourself, there's only a matter of time before they break out. Like there's right. no way right. the Giants defense, right? I mean, there's no way yeah. the Giants defense was going to play this good for four quarters. Well, Barrett, I want you to tell Barkan next week, the next time you're with him, that you jumped all over Tampa Bay plus a point and a half when they were down 14-3 in game <laughs> in the Monday night game. You're gonna his his head will explode. <laughs> you know what <laughs> he said? Uh, he said. Um, well, Aton, Aton's a degenerate. I'm like, yeah, man. You know, it's 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 not really, you know, Harry. Harry's, you know, he's he's kind of subtle with his. Is it not by the way he looks? <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. All right, we'll take a quick break. At Harry Mays to you. At B Brooks seven two NBCS. At Shander Show for me eight hundred two two four. 2004 i got a lot going on in and around the world of sports will be a nice distraction or not depending on which way which avenue you go today a reminder as we'll have fake news with ron we'll be joined by a special guest at 12 40 eastern time talk about this cool new app from a social slash sports betting standpoint so we have a lot today to get to it is the middle you're listening of course and watching on phillyvoice.com slash the middle and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, the, the middle. The middle. So you want to talk about a guy who's been taken care of. Now, he's not making Sam Bradford money. Sam Bradford's like a walking hedge fund. I look up to him. He was the last first rounder to get that ridiculous money before they put a cap on it. Yeah. And he made every single penny of every contract that he signed. I know we're tearing statues down around the country. They should build one to Sam Bradford. <laughs> the Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right, 90. So Tom Burns in on the app? I think so. He's one of the investors? Oh, no, I think he was just, uh, I think I just saw him like the tweet. Oh, okay. I thought, I thought yeah, yeah. Right. no, investors. <laughs> I don't think so. That would be pretty random. That All would. Right. Uh, 28, I thought we had. So 2810. Yo, That's man, so, so um, this undoing. Mm-hmm. Yo. It pulled me in. Pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah. It's really good. I, I'm, I'm like I said, I'm creating my own um, 
conspiracy theories and you name it, bro. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm totally invested now. It's, so it's you know, a really good show. They so right now, yeah, I want to binge watch it and can't. So I'm a little frustrated because we yeah, have my late. wife is too. She hates that fact. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, man, I'm good with it. Oh, uh, Rashad Penny's back. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. And I got another show now. What's that? I'll tell you. All right. I hate to do it. And you can binge this, I think. I think there's seven episodes that are available to binge. Was it BBC? Seven episodes? No. I don't think it's a BBC. It's on Netflix. Okay. Here we go. 6 p.m. Eastern. I was off. Oh, yeah. You are listening to The Middle on the Sportsman <laughs> Radio Network. I love it. How that post hits. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Park Studio. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, <laughs> and Harry Mays. All right. So we ask you, of course, to pay attention and continue to follow along in the breaks. We don't break technically we're always live for the two hours phillyvoice.com slash the middle and you heard a nice we've actually had two 180s by barrett brooks over the last i'd say four or five days he's gone from just exclusively calling philadelphia eagles running back dump truck boston scott dump mm-hmm. truck, to now actually referencing him by his given name and also if you just heard in the break said he's all in. He is sinking those teeth into the undoing burger and enjoying the taste of the show. Right, right. And it was there was the, it really wasn't even the nudity. And no, was, no, no. And, and I was still under. sucked in. Right. Now, there was a scene, and I don't want to get too specific on it since it's only a Tuesday, so we can bring it up a little bit later in the week. Mm-hmm. But as far as the show itself, I'm thrilled both of you watched it yesterday because as great as the first episode was, this second episode dominated. No, yeah, because you didn't need any nudity really no, in this episode. No. This was all about writing and acting uh, that really, t- you know, took it to another level. And, the, you know, it's a cliffhanger type of situation again. And they just keep building this story. And uh, I'm glad Barrett has done the 180. But I tell you, he's, he's dead on. He and my wife are dead on with this that they're pissed off that they can't binge this sucker because, (laughs) you know, they keep you hanging at the end of these episodes. And it's like, let's get to the next one. You know what I mean? And I'm not like that. I'm, I'm okay with doing it week by week, but my wife is pissed off. Well, not the way they ended it just now. I mean, come on now. You can't end it like that. Well, here's the thing. There are only six episodes. First off, we, we need to start treating technology as equal. Like we need to approach what technology is across the board. If I can sit here and no longer need a computer and do everything here on my phone, then I don't need to sit and wait six days to watch a second episode that they already have in the can. Right. They're going out this week and shooting episode three. The fact that we have to sit through a week's worth of whatever the hell is happening on this country and this planet to watch episode three of the undoing is like forcing us to go 55 on a major highway or use a rotary phone. And of Mm. course, Harry is okay with that because you probably still have a rotary phone. No, I don't. I don't. All I have is a pay. It was my cell phone. But if I did have a phone, a physical phone in my house, it would be a rotary phone. It wouldn't be throwback. (laughs) It would be one that the last phone that you had is. Mm -hmm. I mean, think about it. Both of your wives are right. 
There's no way that in this fast-paced, gimme-now, microwave society that we should have to wait a full week just to watch an episode that's already in the can. Why not? Absolutely. You know what? Just charge me. I don't know about you two, but if they what? just put out the look, if they put the pilot out, right, and we yeah. saw the pilot, and then they came back to you and said, you can watch the rest of the five episodes now for 10 bucks, or you can wait throughout the next six weeks. I'd pay the 10 bucks right away. All but, in. I mean, I'm already, you're already paying for HBO, as am I. Why would I want to pay more just to have something that, you know, I can savor over the next couple of weeks, but I'm just going to just go blow it all in one night? Absolutely. Just like I said, it's microwave society. You know, right. you know how funny this is? I'm redoing my house, and slowly but surely, I'm patching up holes where I had where the phone line was, and I'm closing it up because we don't use phone lines anymore. So I'm closing them up now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how far we are. We don't even have. What was the last time you, you don't even have an Ethernet cable? What the hell are you talking about? Because <laughs> you got that's they're they're actually you know they're not even supposed to be here either. You know it's, it's Wi-Fi now. Everything is Wi-Fi. No, it's that's wrong. <laughs> don't, don't think of that. Ethernet cables are good. Ethernet cables are your friend. No, it's bro. I, a week for television shows that are at our enemies today. Ethernet cable. We need Ethernet cables in our lives. Trust. But me. see, I got this. I got this um, Microsoft Surface. That's what I'm using. I looked around for they don't have a damn Ethernet cable cord for us anyway. I mean, where would I plug it into? There's nowhere to plug it in. Eitan, Eitan, save that $10 that you would spend to get binged-worthy shows and send uh, Barrett an Ethernet cable. I have like seven different cables. <laughs> 100 feet. to a live show so we could go 100. I've got a 100-foot one that we used to use for Gil's show. Mm-hmm. All right? Like, trust me. <laughs> I, could, I could send it to you. Right now, today, I'll be off the air at one o'clock with you guys. You can have it probably tomorrow before showtime. It was funny <laughs> you said that because of Ethernet cable, my friend. It's all yours, I promise. Like three years ago, I ran a um, a cable line from the cable box that's in uh, my weight room in the basement, all the way across the house in the drop ceiling in my basement, all the way to the outside to the uh, to my garage, just so I can watch TV in my garage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could do the, probably the same thing here, but I'm I, I, like I said, the reason why I didn't honestly, because I looked at my computer and my um, I got a Microsoft Surface, one of those laptops slash computers, best thing since sliced bread. You can sign contracts, you can do everything with this thing, but there's no damn Ethernet cable cord hookup to it. I mean, what would I do? All right, you need to send us a picture of the laptop because I can't imagine. If anything, it just might need a converter. Don't worry, I've got a bunch of those as well. <laughs> so you've got the same computer that that hoodie threw on the sidelines during yeah. that playoff game. Yeah, yeah. trash that thing. Yeah, yeah. Every, that's what you have is you have that surface, which is a tablet slash computer, right? Yep, yep, yep. Now, Harry, you mentioned that you have a show for us that we can actually binge, right? Yeah, I believe you can binge it. Um, I saw Phil Mickelson tweet about it, or and, and that's what alerted me to it because I wasn't aware of the show's existence. You're a it's, junkie. You, you follow golfers, man? You're oh, yeah. Junkie, man. Are you kidding I, me? Harry interacts with him on Instagram. He's not just a golfer. I mean, he's like the, one of the most compelling athletes of our time, Barrett. Um, it's called Queen's Gambit, and it's on Netflix. And then I put out a tweet, and I said, I'm hearing great things about Queen's Gambit truth or fake news and all the responses i've gotten a lot of activity on this on this tweet everybody's loving this show the in fact our mutual gambit. friend jason Martitis is in on it and he watches everything right well um, he you know says what? it's very good i trust mickelson but i don't trust Martitis, and now i'm a little conflicted. <laughs> well, that's a good point yeah I, I mean out of the two he's the the 
Heath Ledger's in this. Okay. Um, I'm not sure. I haven't looked at the cast. I, I know, I just he know was, it's about a prodigy, a child prodigy oh, no, of chess. Okay, so I, I thought maybe he was in this when the, when they were filming it still, but I guess he was connected to it before he died. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, yo, what's going on? Hey, Tom? No, no, no. Because you know, like, look, Tupac still has like two or three more albums. That right. He released mm-hmm. in the studio every single day of his life for like the final five years of it. It's like but, set in the fifties. And, you okay. know, it's like a period piece for back then. And it's, it's a fictional story about a young chess prodigy that evidently has addiction issues, too. And people are raving about it. So right. it's seven episodes and you can binge it, I believe. Again, you know this, sorry, Barrett. No, I was going to say, you know, what? That, that has a lot to do with, you know, the great athletes and great people, you know, eccentric people. They mm-hmm. usually do have something that makes them quirky like that, that, you know, you have to take your, your mind and your body past a certain level. So in order to do that, you got to have some kind of, you know, something literally just wrong with you to do the things that you do. So, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people like that are um, struggling with, you know, emotional issues and, you know, drugs and things of that nature, because they can take their bodies and their minds and things of that nature to another level that the average person can't do. That's what makes them great. Back in a minute. It's the middle phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. The, 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 middle. the middle. Hey, don't worry about it. Cam Newton says there's no reason to panic. I'm not even panicking. Like, I've skipped panic. I've just given up. How are we supposed to take this team seriously? There's just no sizzle to Cam Newton with hoodie. Belichick has become really a non-factor in my life. You know, he used to be <laughs> the thorn in my back. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, you know, I should have two Super Bowls right now, and he stole one of them by cheating. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Did you see uh, Jeff Bruder's tweet? Uh, yeah. Message. Yeah. What do you call these messages that we get? Just uh, I say message or comment on the stream. That's fine. Okay. Comment on the stream. Yeah. All right. Like, yeah. He's a highway, a driveway piss man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as soon as I put in Queen, I started putting in Queens, Queens Gambit mm-hmm. came up. So it must be real. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. I mean, it's probably the only thing. Yeah. Heath Ledger's Queens Gambit movie plan resurfaces. Hmm. So apparently he was looking to direct that movie. Oh, okay. I think Queen's Gambit is actually a move in chess. It is. Okay. Gambit is. A gambit. Sacrifice of the Queen's Bishop's pawn Mm. is offered. That's all. (laughs) Bro, I'm going to tell you the truth, guys. I enjoy working with you guys. You guys never seem to... to, to, (laughs) You know, bring something up, and I learn something from you guys every day. Good, <laughs> bad, or indifferent. I you know, do, it's, man. It's usually I bad. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. You know? Oh, uh, my goodness. There's always something. You give me something. We didn't even talk about We got to talk about that uh, that fight that happened in the Bears-Saints game. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Devon yeah. Wims. He went yeah, after that, that Chauncey Gardner Johnson dude and popped him in the helmet a few times. Suspended, suspended two games. What yeah. <laughs> All right, hold on. We're back in sixty seconds, right? World. They- yeah. Gee. Locks all messed up. So I got I got to build a studio down in my basement now. I, you know, I didn't even work on my table. No. No. I. I, I 
my uh my cousin's coming from St. Louis. She's uh she's coming up because uh, my her son, my my little cousin, mm-hmm. uh, just had a baby, so nice. she's coming up to see the baby, and they're coming by here tomorrow. I mean, so they're coming by here today, and I'm cooking dinner for them. So I had to run out and get some stuff, and you know, one thing led to another, and led to another, led to another. So I'm like, you know what? I'm not gonna do it because I'm, I'm I got totally focused on the table. Right. But then I, you know, did that, and then all of a sudden I turned. I said, you know what? Let me watch the Undoing. So me and old lady watched the undoing that led to me going in. Then I did fry my chicken. And yeah. then uh, next thing you know, they're, you know, we're, we're watching football. All right, here we go. This is the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the O'Reilly auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks and Harry may. All right. So we've got some news that came down for Thursday night football. We should mention before we get out of here at some point today, told you fake news is back Tuesdays, Thursdays, 1225 Eastern. Jeff Parlis is going to join us. Brand new app, exciting way. Used to be with VEASAN and talk about that coming up at 1240 Eastern time. And this fight that Harry mentioned in the break. So hopefully you continue to watch phillyvoice.com slash the middle of your phone number 800-224-2004. Also, if there's time, this thing with Rick Renteria is kind of ridiculous and a little absurd there. But we ran out of time and it wasn't even just Barrett who ran out of time last segment. (laughs) Who ran out of time. But the show, and Harry, you mentioned this, the writing picked up. And just to kind of put a little bow, if I could use that radio term mm-hmm. out here on that conversation, Barrett mentioned the conspiracy theories now flying. I mean, they still need to introduce whatever the pandemic is, whatever this major colossal event is that's going to happen around the, the country, especially wherever they are in New York and New York City and state. But it really, like, I did not see it coming where... Hugh Grant, right? Not mm-hmm. Douglas. Hugh Grant had the affair with Matilda and her character, and now their baby is technically Hugh Grant's. Like, I did not see that one coming. Can but, you blame him? No, I can't blame him one bit. But I tell you, what I did do, and I and I would suggest if you have the time, go ahead and go back and watch it. But what I did do is go back after I saw episode two, in which they out that he had the affair, and it's mm-hmm. most likely his child, the baby is I went back and I watched that awkward scene where Matilda was breastfeeding the child at the table with the rest of the mothers. Yeah. Because you initially think it's awkward for Matilda and everybody but Nicole Kidman. Mm -hmm. But it's super awkward now when you watch it the second time around with Matilda basically staring at Kidman and Kidman doesn't know why she's becoming uneasy. It's really good. Yeah. Was, now, I, I mean, did you feel awkward watching that scene? Because I was totally comfortable. No, I didn't. Like, it's not like I felt awkward, but it was meant like you could tell it was meant for the other women there where she's breastfeeding a child in the middle yeah. of the PTA meeting. Yeah, I'm know. totally comfortable in that environment. <laughs> I don't know what the hell the heck is wrong with you. That's fine. I mean, if I, you know, when I go voting after the show today, I'm going to go stand in line to vote. Hopefully I don't have to be too long. But if I'm next to a woman who starts breastfeeding in the line waiting to vote, I'm going to be very comfortable. Good. You're not on the show. That's probably why you didn't make that scene. 
That's probably why your audition didn't get a call back. Right. Hey, you see, I, I can't believe I get paid for this, man. Working with you guys, man, I'll tell you what, man. I can't believe I get paid for this. Man. Wait, you get paid? <laughs> well, let us know. What's the logistics here? I, look, I, if you go back, and, and that's probably going to happen now, because whenever you have some sort of mystery unraveling or anything like that that takes two, three episodes, you go back and you think, well, who was in on it? Like, mm -hmm. what do you know? And and right. I don't know. I mean, what's what's the conspiracy theory that you've cooked up so far, Barrett? Outside I mean, of the obvious, which is that Hugh Grant did it, even though he's trying to tell us he didn't do it. No, now I'm thinking that uh, that uh, Nicole did it. Now I'm thinking she did it. She just like you know blanked out because she put two and two together, and she went and did it. Mm. And you know, I mean, this is all kind of stuff going through my head right See, now. I think the friend, the blonde friend. Uh, the, at the school is in on it. Oh yeah, so she, yeah. yeah. She's an lawyer, attorney, right. I think. Isn't she a lawyer? lawyer? Yeah. yeah. His. Brought her to the diner afterwards. Yes. His, yeah. His his lawyer. Mm -hmm. Crazy. Mm, okay. Okay. Interesting. Now again, the the they are really grilling her, like she's a suspect. Right. Police officers. Yeah, and she has no attorney with her, which no, I thought was none, really bad. None whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, I do like the cop. I, I think that he's a good he's a good actor. He's playing the the hard yeah, you know guy. Mm -hmm. Right. The other dude seems like a, a poor man's Bobby Bacala, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, he does. <laughs> I don't know why, but he jumps out as like this poor man's Bobby for some reason. Uh, who knows? <laughs> uh, now we got to wait. Now we got to wait six more days, five more days, however long it is. Yeah, this too. So there was a suspension that came. I can't imagine anybody's really shocked about this, right? Mm -hmm. We didn't really have too much time on this thing as it happened over the weekend because yesterday we had Sunday night football and then anything left over was kind of dedicated to last night's game, even though both were pretty forgettable. But yes, we had the official and we mentioned that in the previous segment in the Steelers Ravens game. But that fight in that Bears Saints game was pretty massive. And you kind of knew, you kind of figured that there was a suspension coming. Yeah, now, now the fight in the Missouri-Florida game was better uh, well, yeah. on Saturday. But when this, a coach this... gets fined for fight, that's when you know it's bad. <laughs> exactly. But this Javon Wims guy, I mean, what is he thinking trying to punch a guy in the helmet? That's the first thing that if I'm if I'm the general manager, if I'm uh, what's his name Pace, I think is the the general manager for the Bears. I'm like, our wide receiver isn't very bright. He went over there and tried to haul off on this guy's helmet. We have a dope at the wide receiver position. That was unreal, man. I, I couldn't believe it because, I mean, I, was it, what was it for? Did they say it was about Well, I think it happened to play or two before the, the Gardner-Johnson fella from yeah. uh, the Saints. Yeah. Uh, they say pulled his his mouthpiece out, pulled Wims' mouthpiece out or something. Or And then there's some people were saying he poked him in the eye. So I don't know what to believe. I wasn't watching the game live at the time. So I this is all I went back right. and looked at the fight because I, I love watching fights right. in football games. Right. <laughs> no, and, and that's that's it. And then you saw the the punches immediately was going to lead to a suspension. <laughs> it, it doesn't seem smart unless you have extra padded gloves. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine any wide receiver would want to add anything more no. than like a, a thin skin on your own hands, if that. It's a good way to break your hand. Yeah, from a, a good finger way to, to a hand. It's a it's a good way to get all your money taken away. He played. He's gonna play. He'll play for free for two weeks. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, and he's not gonna get paid for it. You know, I can remember back in the day, man, we, before they really really started fighting people. <laughs> I, we we'd be out there, and 
you know, you, you're not a punk, man. So you fight all the time. It was just like hockey. You fight all the time. And, you know, they weren't really finding people then. Well, when I, you know, finally left the Eagles, I went to Detroit and I'm playing in Detroit. I go out there and I'm, you know, I'm, 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 you know, messing with, you know, Tampa Bay and it's me and me and um, Simeon Rice going at it. So, boom, I swing. I hit him in, the, you know, his face mask. You know, he's, you know, we're going back and forth. They break us up and everything. Well, the next day, well, not the next day, on Tuesday, I got that little slip, yeah. that fine slip. They fined me $40,000. Wow. wow. So, you know, I couldn't tell the boss lady that. Oh, no. <laughs> how, do you, how do you skirt around the accountant, the family accountant that way? Like, it's pretty difficult. Not to say it's impossible, but it's pretty difficult to hide a $40,000 loss. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's all that was. I mean, that was a straight up loss. Like, you can't go back and say, oh, man, I had my wallet. I lost it. No, I canceled all the credit cards, but I lost the cash in the wallet. Okay, how much cash is you? A 40000 I don't know if that holds up. If it, does, it doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Good. I was oh going to say that wouldn't hold up in my house. So, you know, so I, I I didn't tell her. So on Thursday, I get home and she's sitting. She's sitting in the chair. So as I walk away, she's sitting in the chair and I walk at the door. What the hell is forty thousand dollars gone from your check for? What did you do for forty thousand dollars? <laughs> so I got into a fight. Mm-hmm. She was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe this." Well, at least we get to write off our taxes. So long story long, it's like <laughs> write off. Five five um five weeks later in the season, we're playing in um we're playing in the uh Superdome. Uh, it's not the Superdome, the um the Pontiac Dome. Mm-hmm. We're in Pontiac. Yeah, Detroit. now you know we're in a dome, so it's loud as hell. Same thing. I'm about to go fight. I think we're playing the Rams, so I'm about to go fight. How do I hear her out of all those people? It's like <laughs> 60, you better not throw a punch. <laughs> it's, are you serious? In the Silver Dome, you heard the the boss lady's voice above the din of the of the stadium. I tell you, I stopped instantly, bro. <laughs> that's got to be some sort of proven phenomenon that that you know we just we're not aware of. Science hasn't <laughs> caught up to it yet, but uh, it was so bad. Was Charlie passed her. I said, "Damn!" Charlie said, "Damn." <laughs> Charlie Batch he heard, heard it. He Charlie heard, heard it too. He said, "Damn, that's how you know you're not crazy." And it wasn't just some sort of <laughs> right. in your own head. No, no, Charlie I would Batch no. heard it too. Yeah, you think you have a little, you know, a little uh, angel on your side and the devil on the side? No, no. it wasn't that. I heard her, and Charlie heard it too. He said, "Damn." <laughs> uh, hey, I'm curious, real quick. And you're listening, of course, to the middle. You're watching the middle. PhillyVoice.com/slash the middle. That's Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Aton Shander here, Sports Map Radio, as well. Did you have – was there a quarterback? I'm trying to think who, who it was. I mean, I know you played with Ben, right, the, the first time around. Yep. But was there a quarterback – I don't know. He didn't ever seem like it, so I, I'm going to guess this isn't him. But this news just came out about how much Russell Wilson pays per year to keep up his body. And granted, things are different even now That's today, right? And I, I have no problem like this. I'd never shame anybody for spending one, two, five, ten million dollars because – you're a brand and you're a business and you need to keep that up. Right. But clearly, you know, we're talking about a different era, whereas, you know, Catfish Hunter wasn't spending a million dollars a year to upkeep <laughs> his frame every single season. But when you look at Russell Wilson and everything that it, it comes down on, it's a million for a personal trainer, physical therapist, a masseuse. Mm-hmm. You've got two chefs out there that are doing it. And I would just think that this is such a new school thing, right? No. Like, yeah. 
I no. know people were doing no. this back in the day. Joe yeah. Namath. No, it's Silverback. Um, what? Uh, damn. What is his name? Harrison. Uh, yeah, James Harrison. Okay. Mm -hmm. He paid about a million dollars a year in doing fine. everything. Yeah. We're talking about chefs, not in fine. I thought Harrison paid a million a year in fines. No, for to for his body. Oh, okay. Really? He was like a human. He was a human muscle man. He everything on him was a muscle dog. He still is. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. He, that's all he wanted to do. Commercial. It's really funny. Yeah, he does a commercial where he tackles a dude. Yeah, right. he's, he's he was still ripped up. A, a ton of money a year on upkeep. Absolutely. Was anybody, did the same thing. Was, was anybody else doing this? Other was Charlie Batch paying a million dollars? Does Bussy look like he was paying a million dollars on anything? No. Besides, you know, I mean, he paid. He probably paid that much on his personal appearance. You know, he had a Beijing going. You know, make sure he had haircuts and all that stuff. Had a barber mm -hmm. fly with him all the time. But as far as his body, I mean, I didn't see. I hadn't seen anybody take care of themselves like you know, um, Harrison. James Harrison. Uh, T.O. did the same thing. Um, Tiki oh, was the same way. Yeah. Tiki Barber was the same way. Mm -hmm. uh, to a certain extent, uh, Strahan, you know, guys like that, you know, really took care of themselves. Yeah, until Strahan got divorced, then then that ended. <laughs> he, could, he could no longer afford it. He lost a lot of money, lost a lot of weight, and now he's on television. Yeah. Doing everything. Yeah, he's got like eight jobs to pay for the divorce. It's amazing, man. He keeps <laughs> popping up. New work, new work. Don't take chances with COVID-19 and your family's health. Use the Exergen Temporal Scanner to check temperatures before dinner and before you leave home in the morning. Exergen takes an accurate reading in seconds and is the number one thermometer used and recommended by hospitals, doctors, and nurses. Stay safe with Exergen. It, it, it's just interesting to see how this thing came out. And I imagine, again, like you guys said, you know, five, ten years ago, this is probably looked at like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe he's spending this much money. But now I saw this break, if you will, as news. And I'm thinking like, really? I would imagine that everybody does it like you almost need to find the anomalies. of Yeah. That, you know, like how I, I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is spending a million dollars a year. Heck no. Right. But you'd almost have to find the anomalies at this point. Of Nick Foles know. isn't spending a million dollars a year on, on no. this stuff. <laughs> Nick's just showing up, man. If, if it's his job to start today or, or ride the bench, whatever it is, like right. he's just there. But, you, but you're right, though, Barrett. Uh, Bettis always had that really neatly uh, yep. shaved beard, man. Yep. That never that thing <laughs> never got out of line. That had Absolutely. to be a lot of maintenance. Oh, a lot of maintenance, man. You know, it's it pays. I mean, we literally had a guy that you know would come by the locker room and cut you know his hair, and he'd have you know cut everybody else's who wanted to get a haircut. Um, you know, he was meticulous in that mm -hmm. way. You know, he'd get you know his nails done, making sure you know he's up to par, man. <laughs> Me, I'm just you know, I just make sure I take a shower every day. You know, that's all. Go out there and shave with a hunter's knife. You know, I, mean, I didn't really care about all that. All right, we'll wrap the hour next year. You're listening, watching The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle and Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. 
we understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, the, the middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here. OK, there's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just it's just him. man. like it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, every time I think about it, you know, it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of give, you know, they goose the center and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro. He went to Ray Rose, hey, coach, you got to do something. Ray's like, what, what are you talking about? Man, I smell the back of my hand. You got to tell Everett he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right. One minute. One minute. I think I might go to the range today. Hit balls? No, gun range. Oh, gun range. Oh, okay. Trying to learn how to become a marksman. Well, yeah, me too. I've been taking uh, lessons from a uh, the guy that uh, taught all the Philly cops for twelve years. Get out of here. Yeah, dude, I'm pretty good. We'll see. I need to get in. I need to know who he is. I'm blasting off, man. See, I got. I'll give him. I'll give him your number. I'll give you his number. Definitely. Yeah, he's a great dude. See, I can't. I can't do it here. I mean, it's because you know they don't have any lessons for like until January. They're, they're all booked up. Yeah. Whoops. Oh, we're back. To the middle on the sports map radio network presented by rocket mortgage live from the o'reilly auto Parts studios here's aton shander barrett brooks and harry mays all right so i, I have a little bit of an issue here and I, again it's like a i don't know what you call it first world problem whatever the hell now there's always a phrase or a term or some sort of buzz phrase out there to describe anything god forbid that there's any nuance applied to it but I have people that come every two weeks or so and help with the lawn. You know, I'll do it myself. And then it's like an acre or so. So I'll have mm-hmm. people actually like professionally do it. So it, it looks good every now and again. Right. I don't know because I lost my phone the night of my wedding, which was, I don't know, three, three and a half months ago. So I had to get a new phone. I don't have their number saved. And I don't know how to get in touch with them. I don't remember the name. You know, they just charge me. I give them cash when they come. They come in a window that's like 11 to 1. Mm-hmm. That's the window in which they come every two weeks. My lawn <laughs> right now is, is flooded. If anybody came, and, and the problem is that they still did this last time it was flooded. So I'm basically like, I don't know. I might have to just get up and leave. Yeah, see, that's where this is going, Barrett. He's basically telling us that there's going to be a reason that he's going to duck out of the show. I knew I I could sense this well, what else two minutes I, ago. Leave a note? 
It's 50 mile per hour wind gusts out mm-hmm. there. No stickum is going to hold up like that. They only come during the show. I don't know how to get in touch with them. Barrett, we did the. We used to do the show on the other station uh, from his house. So I'd go over to Aton's place every day, and he had a guy there uh, doing the leaves, raking the leaves for a week. Oh, he was sorry. there for every day for like sorry. a week. It was a, it was through that tackle app, that yes. god awful tackle app, and this guy came with an electric leaf blower. He had, to oh. through, he had to put it through the cigarette lighter. In his <laughs> it was a disgrace. There was uh, a lot of leaves, too, man. Back in an hour, too. It's the middle. I remember that. <laughs> remember that, dude? And he came. That guy came from, like, Cape May. Yeah. And he just... He was just up here. I'm surprised he didn't pitch a tent in your yard. It was terrible. It was so bad. And like part of me felt bad for him. And the other part of me was like, why in the world would you accept this job? Right. Why would you take this job? No, you don't need that job, man. That that app was so hit or miss. I'm the one who told you about that app. Yeah, you did. Now, there were people that helped me. Don't get me wrong. Like there were some pretty cool people that were efficient and could come over and get work done that I either did not know how to do or, or just didn't have time to do. But. There were also people like me that had no idea what they were doing, but figured they could take advantage of somebody who knew even less. Right. right. <laughs> and, and I get swear, a couple bucks. You know, it's like when you leave the mechanic, you're thinking, yeah, shit, man. Like, you know, come on. There's no way what you're telling me is true here, but yeah. there's no way to prove it. Right. 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 I, I just I, I tell people all the time, man, if you don't if you want to come back and do a job for me, don't let me sit behind you and watch you do it. Mm hmm. Because if you can do it, I can do it. And, and if I learn, more than likely, I'm going to do it for the rest of the yeah, time. Yeah, and I don't yeah. blame you for that. You know, I mean. Well, yeah, I, the modern day mechanic is now the IT professional. Right. You know, because I don't, you don't know squat about it, you know, unless you're in the business. They can tell you anything. Not a thing. But then it's again. Like the internet cable you guys keep telling me about. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that, that's a lifesaver <laughs> right there. But think about it, where the IT guy, like when, when things first started, the IT guy or woman, uh, the, every now and again, you'd find somebody who just knew like a little more than you did. Mm-hmm. Right. And you're kind of like, well, yeah, but I can't get the computer to start. And they're like, yeah, well, we got to send it out. And it's like, what are you doing here? You basically filled out a questionnaire that you know how to use email and everybody else is still learning. And that's what made you the IT person. <laughs> it's It was the Wild West when that thing first started. But yeah, you're right. Now it's like, if you don't know IT, your car, your IT, and your body. You know, three things that if you don't know about, you're relying on people, and it's kind of just like, okay, well. I wonder what Brady spends in a year on the TB12 guy and all that stuff. Oh, that's millions. Yeah. Probably more, right? Right. More than Russell, I think. Yeah. Now, does Russell's guy guy get to work on the wife? No, well, it's not. Ciara. It's not one guy. No, it isn't. No, it, the million dollars is across the board. It it covers everything. It's all encompassing. Oh, okay. So, so the chef too, and not just the chef. trainer. Yeah, correct. two chefs. Two chefs, correct. So he got two hyperbaric chambers. Really? One wasn't enough. He's got two. Yeah, well, see, I, I guarantee it. One's for the for the wife. Yeah. Well, you know, To To used to have. Uh, a trainer fly even fly with him to different games when the cities and stuff. He had a guy that all he did 
was catered to 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 him mm-hmm. as far as his body. I mean, you know, massages, everything. Wow. You know, he was he, he had one of those, you know, portable hyperbaric chambers, all that type of stuff. Hmm. I, you know, hey, you just get what you get for me. I'll go outside and run, and that's it. But that's why I didn't make the money they made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if you make that kind of money, why wouldn't you do that? Right, right. You know, just keep buying it. At some point, you have to spend that money. It just sits there. Well, I mean, so, it's hey, like these golfers. I mean, they got they got the swing coach, they got the short game guy, they got the the sports psychologist, yeah. they got the caddy, uh, then they got the personal trainer. I mean, they, a lot of these guys that make that kind of jack have have armies of of a team. Well, what about you know those guys have? I mean, look, they got to be in great shape. They got to walk the course. I'm tired of going out. I, I get tired even riding the cart and playing 18 holes. I'm tired as hell. But they're walking 18 holes. Are you kidding me? No way, bro. No way. No yeah, way. I mean, if it's a flat course, though, bro, I don't care if it's flat. Sorry. We're talking about yards. So add all them yards up. You mm-hmm. got a par five. You know, we're talking about what 7,300 yards, yards yeah. is what those guys typically play. That's, That's crazy. Man. But you know, mm-hmm. it's. You come walk my course, you'll you'll be sweating it. After yeah, that. a lot of up and down at that golf course. You know, though, uh, I saw this here. It was number fifty in golf guide. Your uh, course for the yeah, country? Yeah, no, yeah. northeast, north. Oh, northeast. Okay. Pine yeah, one Marion five, Aronimic thirty three, Cricket Club thirty seven, Lancaster thirty nine, and Hunter Lancaster's Island. great. I've played that. Want to get up there? Where's the cricket club? Uh, right out here, right out here in in uh, Plymouth Meeting area. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's thirty-seven. Huntington Valley's fifty. But there's uh, no way, man. No way. That that course maddening. I was looking around and see some other ones. Yeah, Wissahickon. That's right, Flower Town. Lancaster. Yeah, that's the cricket club. Lancaster. Beth Page up there too. The creek. Our guy um Colin Berger works at Lancaster Country Club. Oh yeah? Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we should do a little uh quid pro. He's the assistant superintendent. What? Really? Yeah. Well. You know people. Are we able to come out? We'll pay. I'll pay for a round. Just get me in. Yeah, pay, the, pay the greens fee, but just uh, get oh, the access, yeah, yeah. right? I'll pay the, the greens fee and then some. Pay the guest fee. That's fine with me. Yeah. Like, what's the average on going, going to play golf? Depends. To go play around on, on a, a public course. Public? Yeah. $65. Yeah. This is a Not bad. There. I mean, In partnership with play like Jacob a Media. nasty, ugly course for like 40 30 bucks. You, my Which isn't terrible. The middle. the middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, it's going to be a fast hour. We're tight on how much time we really have to talk about stuff, guys. So we got through Monday Night Football. We got through the undoing. We got through some other things, some nice little tidbits in and around the National Football League. So we can sprinkle in in the next segment with that longer segment before we hit fake news. And then our guest, Jeff Parlis, who's going to join us from a really cool, new, exciting app 
that's out. We'll let Jeff explain a lot what's going on there. That's at 1240 Eastern time. So now looking across the board, I, I mentioned this ahead of time to Harry just before we came on the air on the stream, of course, Barrett, at the top of the previous hour. And I don't know if, if you saw this, but I don't think we've had an example of this. And I don't know why, but it kind of reminded me of when Craig Hodges had to come back and defend his three-point championship title wearing like a Joe's Garage jersey because at the time he was out of the NBA. But the former, remember, Tony La Russa is now back in Major League Baseball. The White Sox fired Rick Renteria to bring back Tony La Russa. Well, Renteria is one of three people that are now finalists for the American League Manager of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, just, I don't think we have that. Like, is this normal? Like, I don't think we even have an example. When is the last time somebody got fired and that same year they got fired, they were up for coach, manager, executive of the year? No idea, but I hope he wins. Me too. Yeah. I as well. You're right. I want awkward moments. Okay. <laughs> I live for awkwardness. Okay. And that would be a very awkward thing. I know the, the White Sox had to put out a tweet congratulating him yeah. uh, on being named a finalist for manager of the year. And they whacked him like two weeks ago. Wow. That's crazy. Come on, man. I don't know I don't that that's that. ever happened, Aton. No. no, I'm trying yeah. to think of that too. Like, when, when would be the last time? And who? Who would it be? Right? Like, like maybe about- somebody re- retired or stepped down and was. Well, you know, I can see that. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know, but I, being fired, fired. No, right? no, no. Fired and then winning. I, I'm with you too. I hope. And, you- and we have breaking news in college football. Oh, Dwayne Casey. Great call. Great call, Ron Culver. All right, breaking news next. What's all right? Let's hit the breaking news here on the stream. This Dwayne Casey. Or uh, yeah, wait. Who did he say? Right. Oh yeah, with the Detroit Pistons, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's right. What happened? He was the coach of the Pistons, or you know, he is now. No, we, we, no, it was the Raptors. Raptors. It was the Raptors. Right. They fired him to bring in Nick Nurse. Right. Right. Yeah, NBA Coach of the Year 2018. That was his last season with the Raptors. He's also the All Star Game coach that year. That's right. Yeah. So that's a good won, one. He won Coach of the Year. He won it. Wow. That's crazy. That's right. Nice work out of Ron Double N Culver there. Next level. We're shoveling plugs on eight at Lancaster Country Club right now. Shander, you got to break 100. I did. I break 100. Bro, I break 100 at HVCC. All right. That's like 90 anywhere else. Shot a 99, 98. Those are my last two rounds. That's what tough. kind of mics are we using? I'm using a Yeti, a, a Yeti, blue Yeti. About I'm 100 bucks. Yep, I'm the same. I'm using an SM7B because I do everything off this thing. That's why. So I would suggest it depends on how much you do. Why? It's not a good mic? No, it's uh, Jay Col- Kalinowski wants to know what kind of mics we're using. Yeah. No, oh, you guys okay. are fine for what you have. That's totally okay. Totally okay. Um, 
see what else. Oh, what was the breaking news in football? Do you want to wait? I mean, we're back in a minute. So yeah, I'll wait. Okay. Boy, I tell you, I hate to do it to you. I love those throwback uniforms that the Gators were wearing over the weekend. They were badass. You think they win beat Georgia? Uh I think they do. Yeah, they might. I want points. I don't want to go money line on that. It's a big payout, though. Uh, aren't they getting like four or something? Yeah, but it, I wanted a little more. Then it was taken off the board for some reason. It's the uh, world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Yeah, but now. What's that? Georgia, Florida. Florida oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Until the PC police uh, a couple years ago said you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So right before the break, Ron Culver snuck in what I think would be the best answer out there. Now, I don't know if you could build a list of people that went through something similar here, but even to be nominated as a finalist, I don't think we've had many examples, let alone somebody actually winning the award. But, Ron, you go ahead, and you did it. It was your answer, so I don't want to steal it. From you, I feel like we steal enough from you as is. No, there's no stealing. It was just letting you guys know that Dwayne Casey won the award. It's crazy. That was fired. They, that, right. Yeah, that's they true. Him. Now, they fired him right after, but before the award came out. I forget the chronology of it. Yeah, I think they fired him before he was announced the winner. Mm. <laughs> and then uh, Nick Nurse was the coach, right? right? In which In which yeah. they win a championship. So I get it. it it's yeah. hard to say, well, it didn't work out. But still... It's not like Dwayne Casey deserved that firing, and there's nothing that I think you could look at that would indicate Dwayne Casey wouldn't be able to win with Kawhi. I mean, my goodness, Kawhi Leonard was on such a mission that year. He wasn't going to be denied no matter who the coach was. But that's Kawhi. a great one. Yeah, that's another, a good one. Is, is there any other name that comes to mind here? Hmm. Somebody who even now, like, think about that. That's such a rarity. Yeah, that's because it shouldn't happen. If you're a coach of the year, it means you did something good. Why would you fire him? Yeah, I mean, like Mark Jackson didn't win any coach of the year when he was with the Warriors. No. And got fired. No. So it was different. Mm. I got breaking news in the National Football League. No, not the National Football League. This is college. What about Jimmy Jones? What about Jimmy Jones? Jimmy Jones. He was he fired or did he retire? From Dallas, fired for Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson, I mean Jimmy Johnson. Right? Was he fired? Yeah, yeah, he was fired. That's why they're not friends now. Yeah. So what year? That was the that year was like ninety five, maybe ninety four, ninety five. Yeah. Because didn't uh, Switzer won it in ninety five, ninety six? I thought right? right. Yep. Right. But was Johnson given any award that year? Uh, he should have. He should have been right. coach of the year like three years in a row. But, I mean, I'm thinking about this here. He was coach of the year in 1990. Okay. Is that it? 
AP NFL Coach of the Year, right? 1990. Okay. But he was with the Cowboys through that. Mm-hmm. So doesn't technically hold, but man, I mean, he definitely, like, his career ended premature. All right, so what's the news in college? All right, Brett McMurphy on Twitter, at Brett underscore McMurphy says, Saturday's Purdue-Wisconsin no. game has been canceled. No. And if the Badgers have one more canceled game, they will not be eligible for the Big Ten championship game. Wow. There you go. That is huge. Yeah. They back themselves in a corner. Yeah. Well, they had a major outbreak, and on top of that, it was one position of note, the quarterback spot, and there was still value. Like, you could still take Purdue on the board up until this thing was taken off, and that's that's a tough loss for anybody who thought Purdue – could at least come in and cover that spread. I'll tell you that at least. Yeah, interesting game in the Big Ten this week, though. Michigan, Indiana. Boy, uh, part of me thinks that there's just no way. I, I look at it kind of like the Packers, right? Where both Green Bay and Michigan football are not going to lose two, two games in a, row. In a row, especially right. when you look at opponents, right? And it's I don't know if Michigan deserves that, though. Yeah, I don't think they deserve anything. They don't deserve any benefit of the doubt anymore. Boy, Jim Harbaugh, I mean, that team was so bad against Michigan State, so bad. And it was such a slow start, and you could just feel that Michigan did not have enough. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, you You'd like to think, right, guys, that Indiana hosting this game, there's no more look-aheads or anything like that. Right. And and we didn't give Indiana maybe the credit they deserved last week. Remember we were looking at Rutgers getting, uh, what, 10, 11 points at home, thinking like, wow, that's that's a steal, right? Yep. yep. I'm glad I didn't bet it. No, me neither. <laughs> I mean, they, they're, they have a team that's physical – they legitly uh, want to be contenders in the big in the Big Ten. So, you know, they're on the upward, and Michigan's going down. And I mean, that's, that's just a messed up situation, man. Because he they gave him the keys to the city. I mean, he mm-hmm. even he even has access to a private plane whenever he wants it, whenever he wants it. I mean, he has the sweetest deal ever as far as a coach, and mm. the expectations are just too high for him there. Right. That's the thing, the expectations themselves. But well, yeah, when you take that check, you know, at a place <laughs> like that, you got to go beat Ohio State. You can at least beat freaking Michigan State. My God. Exactly. Well, they're so afraid to get rid of Jim Harbaugh because they don't have another big name lined up. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's such like they're afraid to go back to boosters. They're afraid to go back to alum and say, well, we're yeah. done with Jim Harbaugh. Let's- Here's your next Brady Hoke. Yes, exactly. Right. You know, some young coordinator who people are not going to take a shot on. You're not going to lure Lane Kiffin away mm-hmm. from Florida Atlantic or anything like that. So, you know, I, I don't know necessarily how Michigan gets around this, but this is a very look. They're a three and a half point road favorite. And once again, Indiana is getting disrespected on the line. Indiana mm-hmm. is at home. They're the 13th ranked team in the country. And they're over that magic line of three as a home dog. You'd kind of think, like, why is Michigan favored right now? What am I missing? Because they're Michigan. Right. And that's, that's like spending an extra 50 or $60 on a TV because it's a Sony. Right. As opposed to whatever the Best Buy brand is. Yeah. Yeah. Michigan has the cooler helmets. <laughs> that's basically it. I tell you, this running back, this Phoenix Jr. kid from uh, Indiana, he's the real deal. That kid should have been uh, a Tennessee volunteer. Yep. 
And then when they had the coaching uh, change, the, the, the new staff didn't even want him. They bolted. Is that yeah, right? Yeah. Now, I noticed the team who was in the top 25 has now been removed from the top 25. And it's a shame. It's a damn shame to see Kansas State bounced out oh. of the top 25. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, we got we got ran through. They 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 made us like it. All right. What what the hell happens if that's what you call what happened last week in Morgantown? What's going to happen now when the Cowboys are coming to town? I mean, and you and you know, uh, Chuba Hubbard is, is, is I mean, he's a he does everything right. I mean, he can run the rock. You know, you can yeah. you can feed him the entire time, and then he can catch the ball at the backfield. This may be one of those fifty to to twenty eight games, bro. You think I don't that, know, man. Are you going to take the Harry? You take What's the, that? You taking K State at home with the 12 and a half? 12 and a half, I probably would in a bounce back situation. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oklahoma State's angry. Yeah. What's the over? Barrett but, mentioned Chuba. How? Uh, Chuba. Chuba. Yeah. Chuba. Sorry. Hubbard. Yeah. Chuba Hubbard. Yeah. Hey, uh, you talk about Michigan, who they'd go to next. It's an interesting question because how attractive would Les Miles be once he gets fired by Kansas? You know what I mean? I mean, I think you need to go. You need to go within the team. Like, I, I think in order to trump the name, not to say that it's working because it's not, but in order to trump the name of Jim Harbaugh, you would need to bring back a Michigan great. Mm-hmm. Like, what's Tim Biakabatuka doing? You know, somebody <laughs> like that. Where well, you, you went way back then, didn't you? Well, that's what I mean. Like, somebody that you, a name you can sell. It wouldn't be Denard Robinson, but it would be a name you can sell. I think it's the opposite of that. They went with that with Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. I think they'll go the opposite of that. A name in which has no no ties with Michigan. Here's one. Less uh Urban Meyer. Yeah, Urban. Okay, Urban would Urban go get Urban yeah. Meyer. But if you bring him, awesome. kids yeah. would come. That would be awesome. How realistic is Urban Meyer? I don't know. Coach of Michigan. I, hey, I don't know. That would be very interesting. You think I mean, honestly, I, I'm not downplaying it i'm just curious that would be okay so now you're talking about somebody where you can supersede at least in my opinion the need to go michigan first mm-hmm. but the re- barrett the reason why i say that they need to go bigger than i feel like they're stuck like they've backed themselves in this corner of you know that game with your hand and it's like this and then like this and like this and keep going. <laughs> like that's yeah. what i feel that they're doing right now with just trying to get a bigger name a bigger name bigger name I don't think they can sell to anybody that matters at that university. Oh, no, no, no. Let's just hire Harry Mays. He's a mm-hmm. really hot offensive coordinator. He's a quarterback's coach at Memphis, but he's the next big thing. Let's right. just pull him out. I, I don't know if they can do that. Chip Kelly's available. He is available. <laughs> Chip is available. Could you imagine Chip yeah. going there? Now, real quick, we've got uh, 45 seconds, so I just need a yes or no. And the bet is already locked in, so there's nothing you can do to sway me. But I am on SMU laying the 17 and a half, Harry. It's up to 17 and a half? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I would too. I mean, you know, the Ruth Russo's already been named out for the yes. for the game for the at the quarterback position. Uh yeah. If I had to bet it, I would take that side. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Just wanted to make sure how you felt on that. Coming up next, yeah. fake news. It's back with Ron Culver. You're listening, you're watching, you're consuming the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. 
The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Uh, back to you know, Fritz and being Cooley has a Twitter feed. No, we should hit him up. Yeah, I just followed him. Nice. They have eight like, followers, man. I feel like I need a lawyer. Yeah. Oh. They very. They really convinced me. <laughs> These guys are here. I knew it. I just sent the wife a text because we're going to go vote together after my show. So she's going to come home from work. So I sent her a text saying. Maybe you could come home earlier and make me a sandwich. You have some brass balls, brokers. <laughs> well, nothing like that happened. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> she says, maybe. <laughs> There'll be a sandwich up there by 110 nice. after <laughs> overtime. I love your confidence, bro. That's not happening oh, in a black a household, bro. It's a lot. Bro, it's not happening in a black household. What? What is race wrong with your to do feet? with it? What does huh? race have? Why do you got to go bring race into it? What does race have a to do? A black woman is not having that. I'm no. letting you know. <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. What the hell wrong with your feet? Your fingers, bro? <laughs> yeah. Is what? that what you get? Is that is that what oh. we come back at you? My mom's listening right now. If my pops would have said that, she'd be like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's classic. <laughs> Are you thinking that it's time to start looking for a new car? Then go to automotivemap.com. I thought we're back. We're always back. We're never gone, bro. No, Live. Back on the stream. Yeah. Your place to see reviews. Wow, look at that. I was way. I was off by a minute. Right? <laughs> Celebrities drive. <laughs> From off-roading to on-roading, automotivemap.com has it covered. Visit automotivemap.com today. You're listening to The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I, we're going to need, at some point, I guess, some imaging for this, right? Since it's back and we're doing it twice a week. So we can let the imaging explain what it is. Fake news. Ron Culver has three stories. One of them is fake. It's our job to determine which one it is. Take it away, sir. All right. You guys have been doing all right at this. Except for, I mean, Harry and Barrett. Well, Harry got one. <laughs> Harry got one. <laughs> Harry got one, yeah. yeah. Well, I used to do this segment when I uh, guest with you on a Every Wednesday. Again, yeah, right. we yeah. make sure that you would get a, a little crack. Yeah. Oh, that's before we start. 
a yes. great football candidate for Michigan head coach. Who? Former yeah. alum, Larry Foote. Ooh. Ah. Linebacker. He, I saw him last night. That's why it right. came to me. Hmm. Fake news? It might be. <laughs> okay, what do you got? Bro? All right, Ron, what you got, bro? Right, story number one. A Texas Walmart employee gets on the store PA system and goes scorched earth on most of her colleagues in a hilarious video she made for TikTok. Okay, so this is like the Scarface exit in the Chappelle movie. Bleep you, bleep you, bleep Pretty you. Pretty much, yeah. She You're called cool. Out, she called out which employees of hers were right. racist, which employees of her were perverts. Mm. Uh, she just had a lot of fun. Boy, that, wow. that's, that is a tough would you rather be called out as being a racist or a pervert? Kind of tough to come back from either one of them. I'll take pervert yeah, I think. for 100. All right, so this is a Texas Walmart, not in Houston by you. No, well, I don't know. It could be, okay. but it said Texas. This sounds like something that would happen in Lubbock. Yeah. You know? Disgruntled because, in right? Lubbock. That's a nice yeah. reality show. Disgruntled in Lubbock. I'd watch no, there's that. There's probably too many uh, cast members for that. <laughs> That's the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. All so right. story one is we don't know if it's Lubbock, but definitely Texas. Story number two. All right. A man in his 80s blows up his kitchen while trying to swat a fly. Now we had some. Remember, we had something similar to this on fake news like months ago. Where there was somebody, I want to say in either England or like Luxembourg, for some reason that comes to mind, where they blew up their house trying to do something similar. And now I can't remember if that was the real or fake story in the bunch, because I don't this would be the first time in the history of fake news that you've ever recycled the story. So I, I'm trying to figure this thing out. Yeah, I I don't recycle stories. But do you remember that we had something similar like this? No, I forget the segment as soon as we're done. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's like Mission Impossible. Good, it self destructs. Exactly. Well, actually, probably doing that right now. You know, I something I'm telling you both that this came up. Something similar hmm. came up in a fake news segment months ago, months ago, and it was something similar where this jackass blew up his house or his kitchen, mm -hmm. and the police had to come. And it turned out he was trying to like flat a sw uh, swat a fly or like step on a bug or something like that mm -hmm. and finally story number three a belgium school apparently built on a world war ii minefield had a few of them that went undiscovered during building and some kids happened to find them fortunately nobody was hurt though wow live mines they were still live mines buried in the ground yeah or grass overgrown them or dirt whatever all right. Mm. Now, any thoughts on these stories here to kind of go through them? This is tough. It's real tough. Yeah. You've got the Walmart issue and yeah. the Scarface-like firing. You've got the... Now, where was story two? Do you know? Story number two? Yes. Took place in France. France. Okay, mm -hmm. so in Europe. Uh, that's why I'm... So we got a couple of Euro stories here. Correct. And then finally, that's one in Belgium. Live mines in Belgium. Yeah. I'm going to go... I'll just we'll jump in here. We yeah, well, well, I'm, I'm thinking this through. Uh, and I think the Texas angle and the Walmart, it just seems a little too believable for me. Story number one in today's uh, world. Okay. So I'm going to say that the latter two stories in Europe are true, and it's the Walmart Texas story that's fake. I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm mm -hmm. going to say 
that the Walmart I want it to be absolutely true. I would love to see that. That's like the best ever, you know what I'm saying? You're, You're cool. <laughs> yeah. Right. I like that. So, so and so go- has a small penis. You know <laughs> <what I mean? laughs> and then I'm gonna go the I'm gonna say the live mine. Cause I don't, I don't, I would, I don't really want that to happen. Kids around live mine. So I'm gonna say that's the fake story. Okay. Well, I mean, can fake you news. imagine if that is the fake story? Look at who we're dealing with. A guy is mined in Ron Culver who would create a mm-hmm. fake story about kids stumbling upon <laughs> live mines. Yeah. At an elementary school. I mean, you, you talk about a wicked, cruel mind right there. That's why I, I feel like it has to be true. Yeah. Because I don't think he would concoct that. I'm still hung up on this second story. And once we're done here in the break, I'm actually going to have to Google back to see if this thing happened. And maybe it was like the second or third time that this has happened. But I'm kind of caught. In, now, Harry's logic, I, I like, which mm-hmm. is the most believable story is the most fake because that's the contrarian play. That's like, oh, both quarterbacks are going to throw for 500 yards each. And then you look at the game and it's like, oh, the running backs were both carrying the game. So I, I recognize that my gut says two, but I think I'm going to pile on and maybe mush Harry. Uh-oh. Yeah, but I think I'm going to pile on story one. Well, And you're also accusing Ron Culver of recycling a story. Well, that's if it were fake. Oh, He was offended, too. Well, He's he, offended. Because it's the first time in the history of this segment with Ron that he would even get close. Like, we've never – the monkeys are different. Because mm-hmm. at least the monkeys and like five different monkey stories, they were all doing different stuff. Right. So it wasn't like, oh, here we go again. Another monkey story. It was like, wow, these monkeys are really doing a ton of different things. Right. Like we had a monkey story last week, didn't we? Exactly right. Yeah. Which made me think like, man, OK, here we go. More monkey stuff. I'm going to stay. Yeah, I'm going to jump on story one and say story one is fake alongside with Harry Barrett's riding story three. Now, to for the record. We've got both play action, real and tone up on the stream pushing story two is the fake one. So maybe it's a case, guys, of the stream just being smarter than us, which well, didn't surprise us. Or maybe they Googled all these stories. Very true. Yeah. Very true. We don't Google. Could have happened as well. Right? No, we're all right. So what's the answer, sir? The answer is story number one actually did occur in Lubbock. Congrats on you, Harry, for picking out Lubbock. It's, it's a real story. Look it's at that. Fake. <laughs> I did some research and it did occur in Lubbock, Texas. You know what's I, great about this? Wow. About. Real quick. You know what's great about this is that it's not that Harry knew it was in Lubbock because if he did, he wouldn't have said it was the fake story. Right. Like that's total exactly. deduction right there. Mm-hmm. That's great deduction. Yeah. Don't call it a fake story, even though it happened in the town he thought it would happen. Exactly in. right. <laughs> Oh, my. Okay, so now it comes down to Barrett. I I stand by this. I don't recycle stories. Okay? (laughs) Story number two, when you started saying, like, God, I swear I heard this. I swear I heard this. Well, let me check the date on this story. Maybe it's something that I I missed. I glanced over the date. It did uh, happen a couple of months ago. I never used it because it was probably presented to you on one of my days off. Because the story came out on Labor Day. No, okay, so the only person who would, would have been Sean would be Sean. But what we did when Sean was in and you were oh, he out, just read stories. Yes, but he gave us three real stories. 
Yeah, and so he probably gave you a story. He probably gave you this story, and that's why you remember it. Because I've never used it. I look back at wait a second the archives. I've never used the story before. If that's the case, then Sean would only give me a real story, which means that Barrett would be right, and that yes. story three is fake. Yes, and I am offended that you think that the tw sick, twisted mind of myself couldn't come up with a World War II mind. If you notice, I said, fortunately, no one was hurt. Yeah, okay. That's like showing a bunch of kids, somebody getting into like a motorcycle accident and being like, don't worry, he's okay. You know, exactly. like what are these evil no Knievel stunts? I mean, maybe a skin knee for them tripping over it. That's what I concocted in my head, but I wasn't thinking anyone was, you know, this flying all over the place. I'm glad that we're only three or four fake news segments into this for both Harry and Barrett to see what you're capable of. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I'm learning a lot here. Exactly. But right, more, right. I think each of you guys have a win. Yeah, there Barrett you go. actually gained some ground on both of us here because even if I went with my gut, I would have been wrong. Harry was wrong, although Harry should probably get a half point. He should, certainly does. He Simply, yeah. he, I didn't even realize it. That is, <laughs> that's the most impressive thing that's been done all day today. Yeah. You guys know what you can Google after your after the show is done today. You can go straight and find all you got to do is uh, type in Twitter, Texas Walmart employees, probably the first thing that'll pop up. All right. You now can, you I, can see or go scorch earth. Fortunately, I can't air it. Yes. There's no way. Now, come on. We have a guest. Jeff Parles is going to join us coming up in four minutes. I'll, you know what I'll do for you guys? I will go through it. Yes. And I will edit as best I can. Thank and, you. And take out some of the choice words. Thank you. You are the man. <laughs> Oh, you are the man. Jimmy, Jimmy from Sporting Goods, Joseph the cashier, and Larry the Gardener's Garden Center, you're all perverts. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. Cannot wait. We're going to tell you about a cool oh. new app, Book It HQ, coming up next here on The Middle, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle, and, of course, on Sports Map Radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must uh, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation, and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case but also throughout the client's life. The, 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 middle. the middle. Are you calling him Yannick because you can't pronounce Ngakwe, or is he like a soccer player to you that is good enough to be called by his first name only? It's not like he's share status, right. where he has deserved his own or name. Ronaldo. Right. That's right. probably, yeah, because you went yeah. soccer, so I should have stayed soccer and not gone share. But I do think, right, that we're talking about a guy who's probably just more known as yeah, Yannick right. than Yannick Ngakwe or just Ngakwe or that guy who was disgruntled in Jacksonville. Although Cher on that battleship, on that video that she did a ton of years ago, 
Man, I still go back to that. that now we got shared. Yeah. Now we, we transferred. If I can turn share. back time, isn't that the song? Are, are you that in on the share video? Like, I couldn't tell you a share. Yeah, video. yeah. If I could turn back time, it was on this battleship. I'm watching it right now. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Yo, Jeff. What's happening, buddy? Can you hear us? Yeah, got you guys loud and clear. All right, great. Yeah, what's going That's on, man? Harry what's up, Barry? Jeff? Hey, how you guys doing? Good. Nice to see you guys. Good, good. Jeff Parles joining us. That's the correct pronunciation, right? Yes, sir. Making sure, making sure. Awesome, brother. So we're back in 45, and we'll chat. We'll talk about Book It, and you have any early picks? Yeah, we, uh, hey, look, it's, ne- it's, ne- it's never, t- never too early to at least have a lean for you guys. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Harry, Harry wants any, any edge he can get this week. <laughs> this nice. is, this is a tough week though, guys. Tough week, but it's always tough Not in the easy. NFL. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah the lines, the lines are getting sharper. They are. Yeah. I felt like there was some, some easy jumps early and now it's just tight. Yeah. We got Mac action tomorrow night, man. The Mac is Ooh, back. It is on a Wednesday. I'm yeah. Wrong. All right, here we go. We're back in two. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so as promised, we'll go out to the progressive guest line here, visually on the stream, of course. You can watch along, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle, where we've added a box, and that belongs to Jeff Parles. You can follow Jeff Parles on Twitter. At Jeff Parles, that's P-A-R-L-E-S. And Book It HQ is the brand new app that's out. The Parlay Cast is how you can hear Jeff, formerly with Vicent. So he knows his stuff in and around the business. Jeff, first and foremost, appreciate you joining us. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, Aton Shander here on The Middle. And congrats on the launch for Book It HQ. Guys, it's awesome to be with you. And thank you, the... Uh... The, the team in Reno has really been working its tail off now for months. And uh, Sunday was the culmination of those hard months of work to get the app rolling. And, and we're really excited. It's only the beginning. Uh, but so far, so good for the app launch. All right. Well, let's start here before guys jump in and, and we kind of look around at, at what is going on, both in our world, the world of sports betting and sports, and also as you continue to expand on Book at HQ. But for those who are brand new to it, just explain the concept and how it's been actualized. Sure. So uh, Trent Adia, uh, our CEO, came up with the idea about 18 months ago. Uh, actually, he, he came up with the idea when Jeremy, remember when Jeremy Lamb threw in that half-court heave to beat the Toronto Raptors? I believe it was March 2019. And he had a he had a money line parlay that got killed because the Raptors lost on a half court heave. And his thought process was, wait a second here. Yeah, we have gambling Twitter. Yeah, we have Instagram and Facebook, but there's no actual gambling social media app that really can document the reaction that I had after Jeremy Lamb threw in a 55 footer to to blow up this parlay that I had. So over the last year plus, trying to come up with the idea to build an app that really is a a sports betting social media app. So basically over these last 18 months, he has built what I think is a very fun app that is a hybrid between Instagram and Twitter exclusively 
for sports bettors. And, mm -hmm. and basically you can document your picks on there. You can make your videos for what your picks are, just like tweets, but for book it instead, uh, a high, uh, a high uh, uh, interaction app for us with our, uh, our, our customers, our clientele, and really for everyone to go in there as well. And also as well in a, in about a month from now, uh, there'll be some cappers on there as well. So if you have a capper you like, look for it on Book It. They'll be able to, to get their picks through there as well. So a lot of fun things coming over the next few months with us at Book It. And, and so far, so good. We had, a, we had double the downloads we expected on day one. So that's mm -hmm. never a bad thing to have extra uh, traffic on day one. Will you be able to place bets at some point in time on Book It? Good question, Harry. Uh, at some point, the hope is yes, but... Uh, Look, it, it, it's very hard uh, it, to honestly be your own book at this point. Uh, I, I know the folks at Barstool technically have their own branded book in Philadelphia, but people in the know know that's Penn National's book. Mm -hmm. So uh, it, it's very difficult to be a, a a place where you can take bets at hope. We hope at some point, but that is uh, down the line, uh, more likely not immediate uh, for us to be able to place bets, but. Uh, at some point, we uh, in the near future, we hope to be able, uh, like Action and other apps where you make an, a bet on certain providers, it will just transfer right over to Book right. It. So it's an easy tracking system. That's basically what I was asking. Not not that you guys would become your own book, but Correct, that you, yes. you know you might ally with certain you know certain shops, and you could just place the bet right there on the Book It app, and not have to leave your app to go Correct. to another one. Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah, that. that yes. Yeah, so ex exactly. That's. Uh, the, again, we have a lot of things that we had to cover before yeah. when we released, but that is that is coming. Where we you play, let's say placing a, a bet on DraftKings, it just transfers right into your book and account. Right. That is coming at, at coming at some point, uh, not immediate, but it, it's coming. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a guy I don't bet a lot because I'm usually wrong. I bet with the heart. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, they're trying to get me out of it right now. But you know, it, a guy like me would would use your site just to like you know basically learn the you know learn the business, huh? You know, just get the interaction with you know what's going on and 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 see who's doing what, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know what, Barrett? In all honesty, people that are newer betters are really our main clientele because. Uh, one thing that we've done so far, and again, we're, we're still very, very new. Uh, just again, we started our podcast network two months ago. The app came out Sunday. But what we've done on our podcast network, on my podcast and play it her way with Olivia Moody and Haley Hole, they've really, really done a good job of trying to just teach people just basics. We're not telling you how to bet, but we're going to tell you basically why this may be the right play to do on, on, on Sunday. Why? Uh, why you never want to lay more than minus one ten on a, on a preflop bet? Because uh, again, the book there are a lot of books in newer jurisdictions that are making players lay minus one twenty on a regular bet. Which for people that are experienced, that's in all honesty, it's uh, it, it's ridiculous because you're laying an extra ten dollars to win a hundred bucks if you're if you're betting a minus one twenty is minus instead of minus one ten. So yeah, we're trying to teach people things that they may not know immediately. And also too, the interaction portion of it is critical. I mean, what's more fun than watching someone's ridiculous five team parlay get blown up on a touchdown at the end of the game. So, <laughs> so uh, the interaction is critical. For well, sure, Jeff, do you, do you owe Gil Alexander some money now because you use pre-flop? <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, Harry, uh, so I produced a numbers game when I was at VEASAN. That was right, right. One, one of my main gigs. Uh, and, and yes, look, Gil, 
Yes, uh, Gil, Gil, uh, Gil has already asked me for royalties again. Pre-flop is pre-flop, uh, pre-flop and sprinkle on the money line are right. obviously two of Gil's favorite things that he's done for years on the Beating the Book pod. Right. And then also, too, when I was producing his show, uh, obviously my last name is Parles, which is very close to Parlay. Right. So he called me Parlay for the last, I would say, eight months I was on the show. And as soon as the Parlay cast started, the first text he sent me is, uh, yeah, Jeff, I- I'm expecting my royalties in a few weeks. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, look, uh, uh, again, uh, Gil, uh, Gil is – Gil to to me is one of the sharpest guys in the entire business, and uh, uh, there's there's no parlay cast without what I learned from Gil Alexander in the time I was at Visa. So I've got to give tennis. him credit. Hey, look, oh, uh, he's I, a beast. He he is he and Dan Weston are the two sharpest people. Period on tennis right. uh, at, at this point. Jeff Parles joining us again on Twitter at Jeff Parles, P A R L E S. The parlay cast. Book it HQ. You can follow on Twitter at Book it HQ. It's the new social media platform, the new app, as Jeff described. And uh, real quick, to, to take you back to what you were saying about watching somebody's five-team parlay explode <laughs> off of the final ending, what it, it sounds like what you've added is the ability for that person to be even more of an irritant throughout where three or four <laughs> legs are hitting and they can put up a video or something, you know, like cash money's coming yeah. something along those lines where now you can become a villain on the app. And you know that we all love villains. You know, a hundred percent. And, and two, uh, the timing for this was actually pretty perfect from uh, our CEO, Trent Adia. Trent had quite possibly, again, to me, it's harder to lose double-digit bets in a row than win double-digit bets in a row just because uh, by sheer luck you're supposed to find one. Trent lost 16 – or excuse me, 17 straight play baseball playoff game bets as this app was launching, which wow. basically meant if you hop on the app, follow Trent, and just fade, you would have been up – $100 bets, you would have been up close to two grand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, it works both ways. It works, yeah, you get someone who's – again, we, we all know how ridiculous multiple-team parlays are, and – and and how the the uh, the advantage for the house is huge on that. Uh, so of course, like someone, absolutely, I can't wait for su- this upcoming Sunday, which will be our first full NFL Sunday with with the app active, where someone has this five teamer cooking, and all they need is a big favorite late in the day, and they go down, and they're all talking smack on the app. So yes, uh, absolutely, Donna. We uh, we'll, we'll produce villains by accident. We'll produce heroes by accident, even if it's by losing a lot of bets in a row. <laughs> I love it. That that's amazing. All right, we, we've got about two minutes or so left with you, Jeff. So we want to extract as much information as we can on how you see this weekend. Is there anything that has jumped out at you in college or the NFL? It's a dealer's choice. So go whatever way you want. Oh, that's really confident this early in the week. Dangerous game there, Etan. But uh. <laughs> Look, look I, I'll say this, uh, and I, I said this uh, with one of your colleagues in Philadelphia, John Jansen, last night, yeah, uh, and and I, I would expect whenever I'm on next with you guys or John, if this goes wrong, I will deserve all the flack I get. I think Indianapolis is going to beat Baltimore on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I like the Colts. I, I think the one thing with Indianapolis, they're getting three, Sprinkle on the money line at plus 140 as well. Probably going to get a better number than that as the week goes along, so be patient. Uh, Baltimore has struggled against the good teams on their schedule so far. All their wins have been against bad football teams. Obviously, they lose to Pittsburgh on Sunday in fashion that was aggravating if you had Baltimore. They got destroyed by Kansas City. 
And Indianapolis defense, they're they're right again with Darius Leonard back. With Darius Leonard, they are a legitimate top three defense. Without yeah. Darius Leonard, you saw what happened to them. They really struggled. They lost to Cleveland. They didn't look like themselves in the games without Leonard. He's back. He has the speed to contain that really fast uh, uh, agility-based Baltimore run attack. I like Indianapolis straight up against Baltimore, which, again, wow. uh, that is uh, that that is one where I'm fully prepared for Phillip Rivers to throw three interceptions in a game <laughs> Indianapolis dominates and Baltimore finds a way to win. But I like the Colts. I, I think they're going to beat up Baltimore straight up. on Colts Sunday. are plus five in a turnover differential too, Jeff. And you, Amazing. You, you saw Lamar Jackson give it away four times uh, yeah. between fumbles and interceptions last week. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? The, the one difference, uh, I thought Pittsburgh was actually uh, going to struggle with Baltimore's run attack because you they're better against a power run attack than an agility-based run attack like Baltimore is. But, look, they turned Jackson over. And, really, if Jackson doesn't throw that interception, even with the pick six, if he doesn't throw the interception at the beginning of the second half up 10, Baltimore probably coasts to a win. Mm-hmm. But Indianapolis defense, they're, they're, they're uh, opportunistic and Leonard – Again, being back, Great that player. is the that is the big piece that Indianapolis needs, and he's there. I like the Colts. Jeff, awesome stuff. Again, Book It HQ, at Book It HQ. Download the app. It's a lot of fun, and we can't wait to do more and talk more all about it with you down the line. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Thanks, Thank you, uh, We appreciate it. That's Jeff Barles joining us on the Progressive Guest Line. We'll break. Ron Culver has bleeped out the audio from the Walmart employee. We're going to hear that next on The Middle, Sports Map Radio and phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation. And for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, the, the middle. This story that Barrett told in the break is ridiculous. And you would think that basic hygiene is kind of necessary. I totally agree with you. I mean, I, I did not shower for this show today, but I'm alone here. Okay. There's nobody else in the house. You should have beat the crap out of this guy. Bro, it's just it's just him, man. Like, it's like an unwritten law. If you're over 300 pounds, you at least got to take one and a half showers a day. He wore a jock and he wouldn't wash his pants. And I remember I was telling him, you know, I, <laughs> every time I think about it, you know, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But Bobby Horn would come on the center and they kind of give, you know, they boost the center mm-hmm. and go like this so they know when to snap the ball. He smelled the back of his hand. He said, yo, bro. He went to Ray Rose, hey, coach, you got to do something. Ray's like, what are you talking about? Man, smell the back of my hand. You got to tell Everett he's got to go take a shower. Wow. Come on, man. The Middle with Aton Shanders, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. Hi, one minute here. One minute here. Oh, let's fix that. Brothers sandwich being made. Barrett. <laughs> 
you what are the man, bro. What kind of sandwich? Uh, a little turkey and cheese. Uh, yeah. Are you not a bratwurstman? On a uh, pumpernickel swirl Pepperidge Farm toast. That's a good look there. I love yeah. pumpernickel. I'm the uh, only one in the house that love it, though. Nobody else likes it. So oh, it's good stuff. They don't buy it for me. Are you a brat guy? A what? A brat. Brat. brat? Oh, I'll, I'll eat a nice brat. Yeah, you yeah. eat a nice brat. Look yeah. At you. Ah, look at you. You're, You're a bratsman. <laughs> you ready for your brat? <laughs> they, they're, eat, they're in Wisconsin eating too many yeah. brats and together spreading COVID. I cannot believe it's going to be the second game for them. Who? At Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh, You're listening to The Middle on the Sports You're listening to The Middle. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so Ron has done a great job here taking out the stuff that the FCC won't let us play. Although technically we could get away with playing it on the stream, but then the radio audience wouldn't hear this. Right. So this is Lubbock's finest right here. Oh, I technically not because that can be misconstrued as something else. This is a citizen of Lubbock, Texas, working at the Walmart who melted down and went out in true fashion and they did it for the TikTok. Attention all Walmart shoppers, associates, and managers. My name is Shauna from Cap 2, and I just want to come on here and say Henry is a racist, stinky Giovanna is racist. Elias is a of a manager. This company fires black associates for no reason. This company treats their employees like especially with Cap 2. And Jimmy from Sporting Goods, Joseph the cashier, Larry from Garden Center. You are all perverts. And I hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. Shout out to Ariel. Love you for getting me this job a year ago when I needed it most. The managers, this company, this position, that big lazy Chris Price. I quit. Wow. Woo! Exactly. That that is right word for word. The only thing that was missing was that you're cool, but instead she actually <laughs> shouted out the one per that was Scarface quitting in the Chappelle movie. Wow. That's one of the greatest movies ever, man. That's a walk off right the there. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Like that that I was- haven't I haven't seen that movie. Uh, is this a movie I need to see? Oh man! I, yeah. Every time I watch, it, I'm in stitches, man. Yeah. I, oh my goodness! Like that, like it was ripped word for word. Right. <laughs> I mean, I, I honestly, I, I've never heard anything like that where it was iconic. Like it was right there on the the whole thing. Where you're half, cool. Yes, it was right from half baked. Oh, half baked. Okay. Yeah, Scarface, and, and I don't even think we have enough time now. I don't know if we could find the unedited, the edited version. But if you were to play the two of those back to back, it's the same exact clip, 
It's just one woman is quitting Walmart. The other guy is quitting the fast food chain. Okay. Slanging burgers. Guillermo That's Diaz right. is yes, the yes. guy who played Scarface Why in that movie. Why you disrespected me on, on a microphone, B? Remember when he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm right here. Because he's, he's like, uh, Scarf, uh, yeah, whatever his name is, not Scarface in the movie. He's like, oh, we need another number two with fries. And he's like, yo, B, I'm right here. Because he's like standing right next to him and he's still yelling on the microphone. So he's like, Bleep you, bleep you, bleep you. You're cool to this old woman who's just waiting on line for a burger. Bleep you, I'm out. I mean, that's exactly what this woman wow. Dave Chappelle's uh, character was Sir Smoke a lot. Right. Every time I think about that, man, I get his stitches. Remember, remember the dog? He was born to a three-legged bitch of a mother. <laughs> what is <Yeah>. that? <laughs> oh man, that oh. that is an iconic quit right there. Now, does it lose any luster that she ripped off half baked or no? No, that okay. makes it better. Okay. It makes it perfect. I mean, it wasn't really original. That's all. That bro, that was the way she said it, and the shit. I'm out of here. <laughs> Harry's right. It was a walk off. How does she get that much time on the mic? How did right. she rush up like Larry from Sporting Goods? You don't think he was trying to rip the mic from her? <laughs> Guess not. Him and the guy in gardens. Garden tools. Yeah, gardening. Yeah, gardening, cashier, and sporting goods. Good idea to stay away from that area and love Walmart. I uh, hope you don't talk to your daughters the way you talk to me. Uh, we're back on a Wednesday. We got John McMullen hanging with us overtime next. Oh man, that that was that was something. That was pretty good, man. I still don't get it. Like, I gotta find. I'm gonna see if I can find the unedited version. Harry, you've never seen that movie. No, I, I gotta watch that. I've heard a lot about it. Uh, Mullen texted us that he was about to text that clip. There's oh, John. really? Yeah. John, what's up, bro? There's John McMullen. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? I uh, can't complain. Not Did right you now. Vote today? Did you vote? Uh, I mailed in my votes. Oh, you did? I didn't get my wife got an I voted sticker. I didn't get one. So hmm. I think my vote was suppressed. But <laughs> not uh, Might be. It's not Did you scientific vote? evidence. That's the thing. It's you'll never know at this point. But know. did you put it in the secret envelope? I put it in the secret envelope. I, I didn't put it in the mail. I put it in one of the county drop spots. Mm -hmm. But I didn't get my I voted sticker. What am I supposed to do? <laughs> they send yeah. it to you? Yeah, they send it to you. My kids so check I the mail. So the point is, I can't be pretentious on Twitter, which is a big thing. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, how else are you going to shame people or exactly. stand? Right. All right. I, I have. I feel like I have to play this now for Harry, just because he's never seen this. I don't know if you've seen this either, but we just played this clip, John, from this woman in Walmart in Lubbock, Texas, who quit her job by basically going through the same motions as Scarface from Half-Baked. Now, again, uh, in order for this to actually play, well, see, now I have to do it here on the, the other computer, not this one. But I, I felt like it would be worthy, at least, to play for Harry because he's never seen it. Have you Absolutely. seen Half-Baked? Yes, I've seen okay. it. So I haven't seen it in a while. but I've No, but you know this iconic scene. Yeah. At the very least, right? Yes. Okay, so that that's all. I just wanted to make sure that you are aware of this iconic quit scene because it really is. I mean, it's it's something else. 
but I'll be sure. Now, again, this is going to be this is going to be unedited. All right. So if you have kids watching this show, I feel like we owe you some sort of trigger warning here. Mm -hmm. And you should probably have the kids go into the other room. NSFW. Yes. NSFW. So here is the famous quit scene from Scarface. Scarface quit his job. Still waiting on that heifer, Julio. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You're cool. And fuck you, I'm out. <laughs> now tell me that's not right. Now tell me that's not exactly what happened in Love. You're cool. You're cool. <laughs> You're out. Oh my goodness. That's All great. Right. Now I gotta watch. You gotta watch that again. Watch oh yeah, I gotta watch it today, man. Man, we talk about the dog, man. Well, the big victory today would be getting John McMullen to watch The Undoing. Mm. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime. Even though we could yeah, promise. I don't you. know. Harry Harry made me aware. I did my research. I am pretty impressed. I, well, I, you'd be even more impressed when you see Matilda <laughs> in the first that's season. That's what I mean. That's, that's who he's I'm talking about. about. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you meant impressed. I don't know what you said. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yes, I, I do think that it's worth your time. Well, we have an off week. Doesn't it feel good to be off? This oh, has I'm been work. Off. This has been a chore to follow yes. this football team. And we don't even get paid to cover it like you do. It, it is a chore. But it's trade deadline day. So Howie's busy. He's going to do something. Uh, oh, you think so? Lots in the background? You, you John walling us or something? Um, it's my wife's scrap room. I told you that's, uh, I, I get kicked off to the side cause she's got to have the office to work. Well, what do you think how he ends up doing? Getting a backup, like another lineman or something? Yeah. I don't think it's going to be anything big. They don't have a lot of salary cap room or anything of that nature, but it's just how he's nature. He likes to do things. Last year was Denard Avery. I think it'll be something similar to that. Uh, mm. not a well-known player on his rookie deal to get some help if he can. It's just his nature. He's, he's too antsy not to do anything. So what position do you think has the biggest need? Because I think it'll be hard for offensive tackle because, I mean, uh, offensive line, but simply because it just takes so long to learn the system. And, you know, nobody's going to really get rid of a good offensive lineman. I think linebacker is yeah, probably exactly. the most, the better of the, of the, um, of the positions they need to fill right now. Yeah, nobody has offensive tackles to give away of, of right. any relevance. And it would, you know, I think Jordan, I, I think fans have gone way too uh, out of touch with Jordan as, as fact as how well he's played. He hasn't played that well. He's been okay. But if you bring somebody in from the outside, it's not going to be a huge uh, upgrade. And Lane's going to be back after the bye. Jason Peters actually played pretty well against the Cowboys. He, yeah, he did. Uh, he was okay. So I think that'll settle things down. So uh, linebackers probably more of the position or running back. I mean, they have nothing behind Boston Scott. Corey Clement, love him, but he just hasn't been the same. Uh, they obviously don't believe in Elijah Holyfield. And running back is the kind of position you can guess right on somebody, and you can get them up to speed pretty quickly. Uh, yeah, plus especially team Yeah. Yep. When the hell are we going to see Miles Sanders again? I think after the bye, it was supposed to be a one to okay. two week injury, so he should be back. Which is, you know, and and you 
talk about how many players the Eagles are getting back, and you add Miles Sanders to that and Lane Johnson to that, it's looking pretty good for the division. But it's not looking well, very God, good. God, I hope so. Yeah, well, I mean, Washington is, if they can fix the quarterback position, I've always said if Alex Smith, yeah, if it was pre-injury Alex Smith, I'd pick mm-hmm. the Reds. Oh, I almost said there uh, you go. Redskins. Washington yeah, the Wifts, WFT. Um, well, the but, Giants should have had at least a chance. I mean, they got robbed last night. Come on. That was interference, John. It was interference, but also Daniel Jones, get the football out of your hands. How well, late is yeah. that? Shouldn't right. even be to that point. Did anybody so, sign that that Buffalo Bills lineman that they cut like two weeks ago, the guy that they, they had uh, just given a contract to? You've been on him since day one that he got cut. Yeah. No, he well, hasn't been signed yet. Really, um, but from the Eagles' standpoint, I mean they have they have they have so many bodies, and Nate Herbig is another guy. He's he's been a pleasant surprise, and Isaac Sayamalo is not out for the season. And you bring up what Barrett just said. It, it you know people aren't giving away good offensive linemen, so mm-hmm. if they're cut, if they're on the street, this is an offensive line deficient league. Um, it's just not a position. And then you add the chemistry to that part of it because you need to have all these five guys. And that's been the issue with the Eagles. So many changes. The musical chairs, more than anything else, has been the biggest issue. Right. You know, as offensive lineman, you have to make sure you have some cohesiveness with the guy next to you. And I think that's what happened with, uh, you know, with, with trying to get those stunts and, you know, twist stunts and everything. They did that because they knew they didn't have any camaraderie between the two of them. And that's why, you know, Herbig and, and they, you know, for a major part of the game, Herbig and and, and uh, JP, they were, you know, kind of struggling, you know, but they worked their way into it and got better at it. But, you know, like I said, I think D-line would be, um, I mean, um, linebacker would be something I'd probably go out and try to help a little bit. Um, other than that, you know, I, I really can't say any, maybe a, another corner, you know, we don't know what's what's the word with Darius Slay. Uh, Darius hurt his ankle, came out of the game, but Doug Peterson said he'll be fine after the break. Okay. Malik Jackson as well. He said no significant injuries, so that was mm-hmm. a positive coming out of the Cowboys game. Um, you could use Avante hasn't played that well, but he's back and hopefully he gets a little bit better as he gets healthier. Uh, Carbon LeBlanc was out, but he should be back. Um, so they're okay at corner. Uh, obviously, it's not great. Uh, but I, I would focus on linebacker and running back. And me, maybe even more than linebacker because T.J. Edwards came back and played well. 12 mm-hmm. tackles. I, I, yeah. They need sure. they need a running back that can move the change between the yes. tackles. I think Jordan mm-hmm. Howard, Jay Ajayi, LeGarrette Blunt. They've always had one. They don't have one now. Mm-hmm. Do they trade for Howard? I mean, he's a guy that's not doing anything in Miami right now. He's not even playing. Howard back. I, I, he'd be a great fit. You wouldn't have yeah. to give up anything. I'd love to see him back. I really yeah, would. I Is there know. any way, John, they could trade for Frank Reich? <laughs> 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 well, I maybe Santi Filippo. Yeah, I think it's split more than Frank Reich. I mean, my split. God, this I feel bad for this kid right now because it, it seems like there's nobody there. I mean, like I, I kind of feel like the kid is the emperor with no clothes, and nobody is there telling him, "Hey, you know, uh, you don't have any clothes on. Like you're turning the football over left well, and right." Well, that's that's the thing. Flip was a tough love guy, and he was not 
And nothing against Press Taylor. I think he's a good coach, but he's sort of like friends with Carson. And Flip would tell him, look, I don't want to hear your nonsense. This is the way you got to do it. And I think Carson needs a little tough love right now. Yeah, Hmm. I really do. Hey, John, do you think right after the game about the turnovers? And he said, yeah, I can't do that. But then he defaulted back into I'm not going to stop my aggressiveness. In essence, saying I'm not going to change anything. Mm -hmm. Flip would at least tell him. Yeah, you better change some stuff. They don't have that on this staff right now. John, do you think, as I do, that they uh, during this bye week, Doug Peterson is cooking up a series or two for um, Jalen Hurts where Carson will come off the field during the Giants game for a series or two? I don't think he is. Um, you don't? I, I think already they're forcing him into the game plan because of where he was chosen. Mm-hmm. I think he's a second late. I think he's not ready to play. It's not to say he can't be a quarterback, but let's be honest. You had no offseason. All that enters into it. He's a rookie quarterback. You saw Ben DiNucci now. He's a higher, much higher level. But these guys aren't ready to play. And you see it when he's in there. They had the delay of game because he wasn't ready to go on his normal uh, just wildcat look. And you think he's going to be able to handle this offense? I, I, I think it would be a disaster. And, and that's where people are saying, I get why they're asking the question. Mm-hmm. But it's so cliche to think the backup quarterback is going to be the answer to all these issues. Carson Wentz can't run this offense. Jalen Hurts can't run this offense. Quentin Spain was signed by the Bengals, so oh, he's I, off I the totally street. Missed that, so yeah. I'll take the hit on that one. Yeah, That's but right. um, yeah, I don't think he was ever in the Eagles' uh, viewpoint, and they weren't looking at him. Mm-hmm. And I don't blame them because, as I said, the to Barrett, I think chemistry is the biggest part of it. And they just keep moving too many parts around. I thought they made a mistake when they tried to give uh, Jamon Brown a chance. And just yes. stick with your guys. Stick with her big. Stick with Pryor. Hopefully Isaac will be back. I think that's your best, best path forward on the offensive line. Awesome. I like the running back. Awesome. All right, John, we appreciate you. Thanks for hanging out, making overtime worthwhile for everybody else here as well and i I don't know is it safe to just leave this out as an open-ended question before we close down shop here is there a possibility that by thursday 12 40 eastern time when we all reconvene the four of us you will have watched at least one episode of the undoing (laughs) um yeah you know it's the bye week maybe sound too convincing 50 50 i'm gonna say 50 50 Peer pressure. Peer pressure. On, on how much, depending on how much the Eagles do at the trade deadline, I'm going to say. Okay, 50. fair enough. Fair enough. Now I'm rooting for Howie to sit on his hands, so McMullen <laughs> is out of excuses. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, John. Thanks, all right. guys. We're all back on a Wednesday. It's the Middle Phillyvoice.com slash the Middle. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation 
and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.